Josh Dobbs buys the Regal Beagle? Burrow pays his bills? Did Lachlan get up for the Germany game? And I live in Minnesota, not a cave. Next, stun around the couch. Welcome back, everyone, to Around the Couch, an NFL podcast brought to you by the DVR Podcast Network. You can check us out at DVRpodcast.com and become a patron at patreon.com slash DVR. My name is Axel. That voice you heard was Heath. With us on the line are Andy and Brett. We're going to be talking about, what are we up to, week nine of the NFL season and look forward to week 10 I Halfway heard, point. Yes, we are officially including when you include the buys, and this is the like exact mid number of games that will be played um, this season. So we're exactly at the halfway point. I think we may have a power ranking that is here. Is that is that happening, Ooh, Solo? That hot off the press, baby. It is there. We have extra, extra, late edition, extra, late edition, (laughs) extra, extra, read all about it. Heineke, let me get, let me get one of those papers. Here's a quarter. (laughs) Um. (laughs) Oh, intercepted. The paper was just intercepted. I'm sorry. (laughs) Oh, oh, look at that. That's too bad. Um, (laughs) I don't remember what we were talking about. Anyway. It was a uh, fun weekend of football. We, we started about two minutes ago, and you already can't remember what we've been talking about, Axel. That's a great sign for this uh, pile. Oh, man, it's been a day. Uh, it was a fun weekend of football. The morning games were so exciting. I took some notes, and one of my notes was like, wow, this was awesome. We had like I had four games on, and they were all within a score with like five minutes to go, watching all the – then, of course, we get down to the amazing – End of the Falcons Vikings game. Everything was so much fun. Um, great games, and then the rest of the games kind of sucked, including that Cowboys game. <laughs> so uh, it was kind of a bummer weekend for three of us, and a amazing weekend for Ando. But we're going to start with Solo answering Axel's question: Why my Bengals? so as you guys know uh i was and the listeners know i was not here last week uh so i listened to the pod and enjoyed it 100 percent. i mean even you know the shots that were taken at me i freaking loved it i don't know as i get older i love the ball busting even more and i was like you know it was prime i mean my haikus were half okay half really good half bad so that's three halves don't make a full whatever Anyway, but Axel, when I picked the Bengals and in the haiku, I put my Bengals. Axel was like, what are you, my Bengals? What does he mean, my Bengals? And I'm going <laughs> to tell you why, Axel. Okay. <laughs> so the Bengals have played eight games this year. And in our picks, Brett has picked them twice. Andy and Axel have picked them five times. I've picked them eight for eight. Wow. When when the chips were down, I stuck with the Bengals, and I have them going to the Super Bowl. So hence yeah. why I called them my Bengals. That makes Nothing sense. Nothing groundbreaking, but that's why. And I, I'll be honest, I thought you were more in the Brett range of only two. So I was ready to, like, hammer it <laughs> home. And then I realized, well, five, that's actually not yeah. bad. Yeah. <laughs> but Brett, what the hell, man? You don't believe in Joe Burrow? 
I didn't the first month. I mean, he didn't look himself. <laughs> but yeah, no, I'm true. coming around. I will be. I will be picking the Bengals a lot this second half of the season. Yep, they did it again. They fucking did it again. What is this? The third year in a row that they did this. Yep, I right? think so. At least last year for sure. Yeah. What do they do? That that they start slow. And yeah, then they come suck on in the beginning. Oh, 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 and everybody's like, they're not really that good. Oh my god, we thought they were going to be good, yeah. and then all of a sudden, Burrow's just like. I'm Joe Cool. I watch him in that interview after that game. That dude is weird, man. Like, I don't know. He is an interesting <laughs> guy. You should catch an interview with him. I couldn't tell whether he really talks that way or he was like imitating. I can't even do an imitation of it, but it's like the perfect quarterback speak. But he is kind of cool at the same time. It's like a little twinkle in his eye. So I don't know. He just he knows that he's playing great football, and it's great to watch. It really is. It's great to watch when he's good, man. I love it. Um, all right, let's keep it moving. We got some news starting out. Daniel Jones out for the season. Another victim of uh, he had a oh no he had an ACL right or was it his Achilles? Right. Yeah, ACL. ACL. So um, that means that the guy from. Uh, What's his name? Danny DeVito is starting. Tommy DeVito from Goodfellas. Yeah, Tommy DeVito from Goodfellas. Yep. I kind of like Danny DeVito better. Yeah. yeah, I know. He he is a, he throws like Danny DeVito. He does. Oh yeah, he God. was a Syracuse Yeah, And then he transferred to Illinois. Um, but also Tyrod Taylor may be out for most of the season. So they have Danny DeVito and Matt Barkley of USC fame oh, wow. on their roster. Oh boy! <laughs> yeah, we're gonna beat we're gonna beat that number. What was it? Uh, I think sixty nine different starting quarterbacks last season, and I think that this season is gonna beat it. And I was just talking about this with uh, a hustler, not to divert too much, but talking about looking at all these young quarterbacks starting like rookies upon rookies, right? there is just like a whole generation of QBs that just didn't make it that they don't, there aren't those uh, kind of journeyman veterans. There aren't enough Dobbs in the league, right? Doing it that you have all these really, I think that's really when you look at why offense is down and scoring is down, I think it kind of comes down to that. It's not like that they're bad. I just think they're very young. Anyone agree? Solo? Yeah, I mean they. Brett, well, Ando? I think on a pod, a Bueller? past pod, you, yeah, no, we. I think Ando, remember we? I think we went through all the draft classes of the quarter, like the top quarterbacks in the first few rounds. Yep, I, and it was amazing. There was a good chunk of years where it was so bad, and now mm-hmm. we're seeing yep. the the effects of that down the line. You know, the Vince Youngs, the Matt Leinerts, and all these quarterbacks that were and then you know the christian ponder year uh, yeah. <laughs> that year was like jake locker and all those That's guys a good point. that never so, made it yeah so i think we're really starting to see the effect and now that drew Brees has retired tom brady's retired yeah and rogers try to retire it, it, it it's we're really with the neck that next crop hasn't quite stepped up and you know look at look at i mean down to a couple of years ago, the Trevor Lawrence. Okay, he's starting to come by. Mac Jones has gone south. Yeah, Fields has gone south. Trey Lance is the third string quarterback of the Cowboys. Bobby A. Bear Jr. Um, and Zach Wilson. 
and Z- Zach Wilson again, Bobby A. Bear Jr. is still thinks he's Bobby A. Bear's son. So, it, well, like if you if if you look at the if you look at just the starting quarterbacks, really that whole range between like twenty seven aged right now and like thirty five, there just isn't many guys yeah. there. There's there's right. Stafford, Carr, Cousins, and Rogers are basically the only older guard guys left, and they're all old, older guard now, which is crazy. God. But then they, the only th- I mean, and then it jumps all. There's that huge ten year gap, pretty much, and then you get Mahomes and Tua and Josh Allen and all those younger guys. So it's yeah, there's just a big like say I think like what you were saying, Solo. There's like a seven or eight year draft period there yeah. where there was maybe one quarterback that made it, and those were the reliable backups, right? The guys that just were kind of like system quarterbacks. Um, maybe it's the over-reliance on the quarterback that you're looking for that blockbuster. So you let slide the solid guys. They don't get the attention, right? They don't get the chance to go from team to team to team. Like even like a Ryan Fitzpatrick or something like that. Or I could list like five, six guys that have played for the Jets in the last couple, right? Right. Like these guys. Yeah, Case Keenum is one of the biggest ones yeah, that I can remember. A lot of the guys are gone now. That. Yeah, well, Josh Dobbs can make a living now yeah. <laughs> doing that. What do you say, yeah. Brett? Extra, extra. Oh, God. Early edition. Yeah, I think, I think the lack of uh, development, like the impatience uh, is a factor, too. Back in the day, mm. a quarterback would have three years after you drafted him before you had any real expectation of leading the team. Nowadays, it's immediate. And so I, I feel like there's the failure rate is higher because of that. Yeah, that's a great point, Brett. AI putting it all together for us. Um, Solo has the notes to Dallas Goddard breaking. I saw that. I saw him break his arm. That was not – I didn't – Ooh boy, you could tell yeah. he was like touching his like elbow. It's like he couldn't feel it, and it was oh, that guy. Yeah, it, felt. Was, it was ugly. It was ugly. Ooh yeah, Cam Akers. I, what was that? Was that this week or last week? Cam Akers. That was and, this oh, week. He blew his. Week. Oh, was this week? Yeah, it was okay. his second Achilles injury. He oh. had one a couple years ago, and he blew out the other one. This Bush. he got carted off on the the game, the Falcons game. Terrible. That's right. So. Okay, I was I was hoping I didn't put old news in there. So I think I wanted that- to. Oh, I'm sorry, Solo. No, no. No, no I, I just didn't want. All right. Not... Pause. That... <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> the bit... A little buffering there. That's all. There you <laughs> go. That is that the biggest. Uh, are there were there any big injuries? Other injuries this uh, this weekend that we can think of? The Vikings had a couple more. Yeah, that's well. The, the Vikings. Count. Even before the game, their their starting left tackle got hurt the day before in practice. Christian Derisaw, who is like an awesome All Pro tackle, so they lost. I mean, and besides their other Jefferson and Cousins, everybody else, most of them were hurt before the game started. But yeah, it's it's been a parade. Well, and, well, and Jaron Hall, obviously, who the quarterback who stepped in and looked really good on one drive and concussed himself diving into the end zone. So it's uh, it's I don't know. It, I still don't know how the well, we can talk about that a little bit later, but I don't know. Is there any other injuries? I don't – not that I remember seeing. I just – there is a person who's injured who says he's going to be back in two fortnights. Yeah. Oh, Aaron yeah. Rodgers. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Lord have mercy. Two, two fortnights. fortnights. See, we both said it solo. Jinx. <laughs> you I'm know, telling you. I can't talk. Yeah. That Somebody guy. needed a little extra attention. 
Yeah. And what was he, he like was in his back car in the, while he was doing that interview or something? Well, didn't they, they caught somebody, him talking to one of the players, one of the Chargers players after the game, didn't oh, they, yeah. on the field? Yep, yep. Yeah, that's true as well. And he said, I'll be back in two fortnights, and the Chargers player's like, what the hell are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, what what is a, this? What's a fortnight? What is this, Wimbledon? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> is that right? The fortnight. Um, yeah. But he also yeah. then went on to clarify and say, if they're in position to go to the playoffs, basically he's talking about like – what I think the Jets play a day or two before Christmas. It, or I think the day before, like the 24th, December 24th. But, um, I mean, I, I don't know. what the, If he comes back, I'm going to be excited to watch it. And it's going to be fun to see Garrett fun Wilson. Eight plays. Yeah, I think well, you'll well, play I, eight plays. That's the <laughs> other thing. I had disappointing news for anyone who thinks he's actually going to come back this year. I think... I think it's not a coincidence that the the guy that uh, does not believe in the viability of vaccines also <laughs> thinks that he can come back from a 12-month recovery in three months. Yes. At the age of 39 so, or whatever he is. Yeah. 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 It, whenever, whenever, I, whenever I hear the story about people thinking he's going to come back, I, I'm reminded of a quote from the movie My Cousin Vinny. Oh, yeah. So – and I have this written in my notes, as a matter of fact. So, oh, and I quote, are we to believe that boiling water soaks into a grit faster in your kitchen than on any place on the face of the earth? Perhaps <laughs> the laws of physics cease to exist on your stove. Yeah, well, we're all living on Aaron so. Rodgers stove, Brett. <laughs> wow. I just hey, think it's, hey, this get is your shine box, arrogant. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, he's yeah. so arrogant and weird. <laughs> yeah, but then again, if he does come back, I'll watch the game. Um, you but, know what? If he doesn't come back, we'll probably still watch. Yeah, yeah that's, that's what I'm. Well, I don't know if Zach is still playing quarterback; it might oh, be tough. <laughs> that's true. I oh, I shut it off at halftime. Um, speaking of two quarterbacks, this is my transition into saying Kyler Murray's going to return week ten. That's going to be kind of exciting. We'll see if he is running around and also Carson Wentz is being signed by the Rams. Um, because I guess what is Stafford broke his hand or something like that, or his finger on his Some, something hand? wrong with his thumb. He was, I know he was having a hard yeah. time gripping the ball. Yeah. Against the uh, Cowboys two weeks ago, he followed through and slammed it on a helmet and then tried oh, to come back oh, in and couldn't yeah. do it. And it, so it was, mm. it was blood squirting out on the sideline. Yeah. He's a lot more injured than, was let on because they were like, oh, he could play, the, you know, against the Packers, and no, and so I, I think, you know, unfortunately, a lot of bad luck with Matthew Stafford. He got his ring, and uh, I think, I think, if I'm him, take the rest of the year off. Mm, yeah, or the career. Yeah, that's, that's what I was going to say. Or the rest <laughs> or of the career. career. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But uh, I think that's interesting because Wentz is known as a culture killer, a bad in the locker room. And um, but I don't know. I mean, I guess he's awful. They're, they're, they got to bring somebody in, right? Like you see how many quarterbacks can play. They just you know got sixty nine yeah. of them. They you just got to sign somebody, I guess. Point. Right? How is he so good though? That one year, and then so awful since. I don't know. Yeah, that's that's 
That's, you know, Brett, that's a great question. It's a fantastic question. And cause, cause I know, you know, he did get hurt and then Foles came in. Okay. But it wasn't like hurt, like RG three hurt where RG three messed up his knee and it ruined, you know, his career. Or even when Culpepper a few years after, you know, hurt his knee, went to Miami, it still wasn't, it wasn't the same. Um, it's the big question, and I think I've been talking about it with you guys. We've been talking about it for since we started the pod, and it's still from my forty plus years of watching football in college football and evaluating quarterbacks and who's going to make it in the NFL. It is the one position that I has the worst hit rate. I mean, these guys. I mean, we talked about those drafts and. and and Jalen Hurts was a second round pick and he's one of the best quarterbacks in the in the league. It's just uh, no one can figure it out. Yep. I think the one thing with Hurts in particular, I think he's a good example of a and I think this doesn't happen enough is his coaches have figured out the way to maximize his talent. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of coaches have a hard time maximizing the talent of their quarterbacks. I mean, I think I think his the, his coaches have made him a have really made him into a better better quarterback for two re- I mean they've molded him into a good quarterback. I think he'd be fine if he went to a different team now, but I think just to, putting him in succession uh, in uh, ways to succeed early in his career is going to help. And a lot of quarterbacks I don't think get that. I mean, it's I know it might be, I know that's not all of it, but I think that plays a big part in it. Yeah, no, and and a part of it too. It's like you get a young quarterback. You, you got to figure out their mental makeup, how they process information. And sometimes it's, you're going to run this system. You're going to run this system. And a lot of times they fail or if the line's really bad and they get happy feet early on in their career. What you said about Hertz, they used him and, and adapted the system to him. Mm-hmm. And not only that, and, and I've said this a hundred thousand times before, if you don't have the right, like that one person, the quarterback can rely on, like, you know, like Charlie Weiss with Tom Brady or, you know, Mariucci and, and Holmgren with Favre, like you early that first three or four years, you need that guru, whatever, to work with that quarterback and be there for him every step of the way to help him get to that level. And a lot of times that doesn't happen. I mean, look at like an Alex Smith who had what? six coordinators this first yep. six years like you you need yeah. continuity in this league and, well, and it's just i had i had said something last week when cousins got hurt that was one of the reasons why i think cousins had yes. such a great year this year is had the first six years he was here it was a different offensive coordinator every single year and this was the first time since o'connell was hired o'connell has been the play caller and o'connell has said since day one i know exactly how i want to play with cousins and how to get him and He's he, he's he's proven it in one year with Cousins. I mean, Cousins has always been a good passer, but never the way he's been playing now. And it, it, it's totally the continuity and the the quarterback or the the team has kind of molded that game plan around what he's able to do. And I think yeah. I don't know if enough coaches are doing that with quarterbacks. Well, speaking of molding something, you have an interesting some interesting stats. And it piqued my interest, Ando, the fact that kickers are making more 50-yard field goals than ever before. 
What kind of well, fun first, stats do you have for this, Ando? Well, first, the solo, did you put this in the notes? That was me. That was yeah. me, Axel. Okay, is this just, any, had you seen something about stats. this, or is this just your impression no. from watching games? From watching all these games, I have noticed that these kickers are hitting 55 yarders, 58 yarders. It just, it's more than I've ever seen. And I don't know, I could be wrong. But but this is why you're the best. This is so. my this is my naked eye telling me <laughs> this is this is crazy. Okay, <laughs> this is why you're the best. When I saw this, I'm like, you know, and I had some free time this afternoon. I'm like, I'm just going to start digging around and see what I can find. Okay, this season there has been 92 50 plus yarders made. That's already ninth all time most in any season ever. <laughs> We're only halfway through the season. Wow. The record is 152, so the record is most likely going to be smashed this year. That record was set last year, and the year before, and last year broke the the, year, the record from 2021. So this will be the third year in a row. 50-plus field goals will be made. Wow. In this year, in 2023, almost 24% of all field goal attempts have been 50-plus yards. That will also be a record ever. Almost 20% wow. of all made field goals have been 50-plus 50, 50 yards, which is also going to be a record. Since, wow. since uh, okay, pre-2018. This is awesome. Keep yes, going. It, it, gets even, it gets crazier. Pre-2018, <laughs> there was only 17 field goals over 60 yards ever made in NFL history. 17. Since 2018, there has been 16 more. Just in the last five or six years. Another crazy side around the couch connections. Three of those have actually been at U.S. Bank Stadium. One by Greg Joseph of the Vikings. One by Brett Mayer last year for the Cowboys. And one by Greg Zerline last year from the Jets. <laughs> it's like, the, you're, it's, you're not imagining it. It is, okay. it is, it's crazy. And the other, I, I mentioned this a couple weeks ago about the touchbacks. I, I stumbled onto this too. The, up until this year, the highest rate of touchbacks had been 61% ever. This year it's at 76% of all kickoffs have been touchbacks. So kickers obviously have got bigger legs and are more accurate. I mean, accuracy has been about the same comparable, but the distance has gone way, way up in the last five, five or six years. Yeah. It's kind of crazy. I think the what, rules you, have affected the number of touchbacks. Oh, yeah, yeah for I was sure, just going to say sure. that, right? Yeah. When, when, do you remember when the rule came into effect? Was it like what was rule? It within five years? Which rule? The touchback rule? Yeah, the, the, the yeah, moving, yeah. moving the uh, kickoff. I don't think it's been that long, has it? Oh, maybe not. I, I don't remember. I mean, it's in recent memory. Well, so that def yeah, that definitely has changed. I was thinking about this, and it occurred to me: Does this coincide with moving the extra point back from the two-yard line to the fifteen-yard line, which happened in two thousand fifteen? And when it happened, no, they didn't move it from the two to the fifteen. That's. The NFL moved That's the extra 13. point back 13, 13 yards. yards in 2015 from the two-yard mm-hmm. line to the 15-yard oh, line it was solo. That much? Yep. Holy crap. Um, I didn't, for some reason, I didn't think it was that much. Oh, wow. Yeah. And <laughs> they thought that this would help kickers overall improve because it would force know. them to get used to doing longer kicks. Maybe that's what's happened. Holy cow. That's interesting. I was, I mean, I was, off the top of my head, I was going to say that there's probably more stadiums with the uh, synthetic turf and uh, pr- possibly more domes mm. or more like canopy roofs 
where there's less wind, there's less elements, there's less yeah, yeah. environments are controlled. Grass. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Also, oh, that's a you, great point. you yeah. always have to credit scientific improvements in the athletes themselves, right? Being um, training better, being more fit. Like well, for all, just all the stretching and yoga yeah. and stuff, I'm sure that would all affect that kickers more than just about anybody yeah. with that kind. I mean, well, stretching is such a huge part of what they do. Remember what was his name? The dude that had the record. Remember he had like half a foot. Remember he was kicking. Yeah, like, Dempsey. Yeah. So I mean, things have you know everything gets bigger, faster, stronger. Remember, the NFL. remember when like was it Mark Mosley and a bunch of those kickers had just the little bar. Septian, mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs> that was yeah. a little bar. Theismann wore that. I mean, that that, uh, that I can't believe. Um, still to this day. Speaking of f- kicking, one of the f- most fun things this weekend was when the Texans running back his name, what is name Dare Agubale kicked the field goal. That was awesome. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Did you guys watch that? Hell I yeah. saw it later. Yeah. 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 That was just fun to watch. Like he just came back. He had confidence, man. He just went back. He's like, bam, I'm kicking this. He went right through. <laughs> so do they not have a separate punter who can That's the I, be I, a I didn't get that. Kicker? He was the holder, I think. What 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 the fuck? Why isn't the punter the kick the backup kicker? Isn't that the way it always is? Someone said this on another podcast. I think cousin <laughs> yeah, Sal said that. Yep, I heard that too. Maybe that maybe the punter was the only guy that could hold the ball. Maybe there was nobody else to hold it. That is important. Because if you don't hold the ball, yeah. what the hell good is the kick going to do? You got to turn the laces for it. Oh. That's the difference. Yeah, believe right? me, when Tony Romo became the Cowboys starter and he was still holding, uh, would have been nice against Seattle if he wasn't holding. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. So that was a slick. Was a slick that's ball. interesting. But that's some interesting stuff about the kickers. You don't think about it. You know. So yeah, it just popped in my head, Folo, yeah. and I was just like, I wonder. And then Ando brings it home. Thank you, Ando. I thought oh, I was you're maybe. welcome. I was, I was when I started looking at him, like, holy shit! Yeah, I didn't. I mean, I, I, because I think you've mentioned it before in the group chats about all many kickers were bombing field goals, and I hadn't really thought about it till you mentioned it. But yeah, it's it's pretty amazing. It's like I, said, like I said a couple weeks ago, kicking rarely gets talked about on podcasts, but it is becoming a more important part of the game. I think. Yeah, uh, it is called football, after all. Yes. Yeah. Well, remember, Kings. remember the better than, than football. Remember the Grammaticas when they came in the league, they would kick an extra point and then go nuts like they scored a goal. <laughs> yep. And then one of them like got hurt by celebrating. A- yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think oh one of them God. blew out his ACL or something doing that. <laughs> something I think. like that. Yeah. yeah. Oh, the Grammaticas. <laughs> well, that's what you get when you bring those soccer guys in. Yeah. Well. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, let's keep it moving. Let's talk about some of these games to answer the question from the beginning of the podcast. Yes, Lachlan did wake up, and so did Dad. I was up at like 7.30 or 7.15, so jumped in there, caught up with the game, and we did get to watch the uh, most of the Chiefs-Dolphins. But as the Chiefs pretty much controlled this game, he, Lachlan, I have to admit, he did lose a little interest. As he, I think he was getting a little frustrated. Um, yeah. Though it did seem at the end that they might come back, but that was really, I think the score 
makes it seem like the game was closer than it was because of that last that uh, last touchdown. But um, I think the yeah. I think the thing that stuck out to me most about that game, even though Kansas City was in control, Kansas City didn't score in the second half, and Kelsey they kind of shut him down and bottled him up. Yeah, I think yeah. that might be a blueprint for. I mean, wh- go figure. They double team Kelsey, and the offense doesn't work that well. I, th- I thought that was an interesting – I mean, Miami's got a pretty good defense. but They do. They're up and coming. I thought coming, it was an man. interesting I- – I wonder if other teams will take note of that and try to do the same. Yeah, they're going to try. Yeah. Um, whether they can succeed. That's the key, but, try. Um, but what I'll say about Miami, um, Lachlan's team, we love you, Lachlan. Stick with your team. However – they definitely are like the Dallas Cowboys and they play, they kill the bad teams and then lose to the really good yes, ones. But true. their defense has improved so much with, you know, getting Ramsey back, but they're getting a pass rush. Bradley Chubb has awoken and can pe- rush the pass or pass. I just did a Collinsworth. The, the Chubb is a stiffy. Yeah, exactly. And, uh, <laughs> kid show. Uh, but, uh, what no, that was for Brad. What brings me a question, <laughs> and I, and with this, I just realized because we're talking about the Dolphins. I think I got the second half of this early in our preview pod. Someone asked who will get hurt first. I think Jimmy G or Tua. Yeah, or was it Jimmy G or something? You know, and I, I think or I went Matt Jimmy Stafford. G or something like that. Yeah, yeah I forget <laughs> what it was. Yep. Um, but, and, and I was thinking about that when Jimmy G was out in like week three, I totally forgot to bring that up. <laughs> well, you see Tua has lasted a long time, but I have to say this the way, and I'm glad you brought this up solo. Gosh, man, this is I, cause I totally forgot to put this in my notes too. I think something may be wrong with him because towards the end of that game, he was throwing, but he, there was one hit that he took. And after that, he just didn't seem right. And I, it made me worry a little bit because of all that fucking concussion shit mm, last year. It was year. like the Packers game last year yeah. when all of a sudden mm-hmm. in the fourth quarter, he was yep. th- and killed a, parla- a big parlay for me. I'll never forget you, Tua. Um, <laughs> but, I, wonder, I wonder if something's He's on the same list as Purdue football. <laughs> yes, yes, he is. <laughs> but um, you do make a good point. If you look at the teams they beat, Chargers, Patriots, Broncos, Giants, Panthers, Patriots. That's not exactly a list of stunning teams, and they lost to the Bills, Eagles, and Chiefs. So you're basically saying yeah. they beat all the bad teams and they lost to all the good teams. Yeah, it's like somebody was saying that in one of the other pods this week, like what you were saying, Solo, comparing them to the Cowboys, how they're kind of like the bullies. They they beat the hell out of the teams they're supposed to, and then when a big yeah. another tough team stands up to them, they fold. Well, yeah. if you look at the teams they got left, Jets, Commies, Titans, Jets, that's uh that could be four wins. <laughs> well, and the and Raiders this week. Back. Yeah, that's yeah. Uh, not exactly a Oh, and Raiders yeah, one either. Go. Well, unless the Raiders are all of a sudden going to be great, which I don't <laughs> know if that's really true. Don't the Raiders play the Jets this week? Yeah, they do. Yeah. And they're going to I thought it was Raiders Dolphins. No, no, no. They play the Jets. Yeah, wait. It's the Heidi game. You're, you're it's right. The Heidi game. Oh, you're right. The Jet, uh, the Dolphins are on by. That's why I was looking at the Dolphins schedule. Yes, me too. Raiders have the, they Thank have the Raiders you. next week. Good that's why I was confused. Up. Me yep. too, buddy. Me too. Um, that's why I didn't mention. Brett wasn't it. confused though. 
Brett's never confused. He's AI, baby. But um, speaking of something good, <laughs> I will say about the Chiefs, though, Patrick Mahomes is the best. I love that dude. That's all I want to say. Yeah, he's pretty great. He's, he's pretty, pretty great. great. Um, a great quarterback, young quarterback, rookie of the year, C.J. Stroud, 470 Ooh. yards, five touchdowns against the Baker Mayfield led bucks what a game i gotta go back and watch this one i haven't had a chance yet but man i'm happy i liked cj stroud i think i i think speaking of the preseason pod i think i may have had positive words for the young man <laughs> and uh it's good to see him doing you know what i don't really believe in much folks I believe in love. I'll tell you that. I don't know much. <laughs> That's what I was going to say. Yeah, man. there we go. I was um, waiting. I don't believe in much, but there is some sort of strange justice in him being so fucking good, isn't there? <laughs> After they dealt, uh, what's his name? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Watson? Yep. And that's oh, the replacement. Didn't even, th- didn't even dawn on me. It, yeah. There, there's something about that. I mean, he is like a real bright spot in the NFL at this point in time. And of these young QBs, I mean, he's fucking kicking ass. Good for him. And it's way, it, I think it's way ahead of, because for me, when I saw him at Ohio State and during the playoffs last year, those crazy, oh, crazy games, Brett's probably like just salivating about, <laughs> about the memories of last year. But like, I, I often was saying to myself, I think Stroud's better than Bryce Young. But then when he got drafted by Houston, it was like, oh, but he's on a worse team. Because I thought the, you know, the Panthers had a better t- And, uh, man, I mean, granted, I don't think the Texans have really beat anyone big. But you know what? For this young team, if I'm a Texans fan, I am stoked. I am through the moon with the debacle of uh, what's-his-face, uh, the Patriots OC, that came in and destroyed that team. And then the Deshaun thing. And O'Brien. The, yeah, O'Brien, Bill O'Brien. And then the culture in that front office, that yeah. weird shit that was happening. Yeah. I, you know, remember that solo. too? Yes, you're right. So, so like for you to have like a fresh and have like a little tank Dell here. And I know Damian Pierce hasn't been great this season, but you got, you know, you, you got these young and it's so, I mean, you were going through with the Jets, you know, you need a quarterback, but you know, they're calling the Jets what the restore four. I'm like, okay, relax there. But it's true. You get those core four or five players and you get excited. And Stroud, this is the thing. What happened? Because I was getting ready for the Dallas game and the Bucks were ahead. And then on ESPN, I think it said 16 seconds left. And so I was like, oh, the Bucks lost. And then I saw the Texans won. What the hell happened? I missed it. Yeah, I didn't Everyone see any of the game either. I was following the box score while I was watching the Vikings and the Falcons, so I don't I don't know exactly yeah. what happened. I I know that the that the Texans kneeled down on a two point conversion that would have covered the spread or something, didn't they? Yes, yes, they did do that. Why um, did they do that again? I don't know. I guess I didn't. That's why I want to watch the game. There's only like eleven seconds left, and they, you know, they weren't. I guess they thought that the defense could 
prevent a field goal to win the game. Also, they didn't have a place kicker, so normally you just kick the extra. Uh, yeah. Oh, were they afraid there to go for go. two, get picked so, off, they didn't and get a run back? Yep. yep, that yep. makes sense. I, I guess. Okay. I don't know. I, just I, just yeah, running up the right. middle. Yeah, and but it doesn't the, make sense even win. though Come on. time doesn't yeah. run during a conversion. No, no, but you yeah, can but the, return it for two points. Yeah, uh, the that's true. Can return that, it. You're right, Solo. You can. You're right. You can. So they would have tied true. the game, I yep, guess. That's, that's what, true. I mean, but come on, what are the odds? But hell. I did odds? not. Yeah. I was going, looking back and forth at like the four different screens. So the only thing I picked up from the game, just kind of watching here and there, was how in control he looked and how calm and calling plays at the line and yeah he's he's poised it's i watched I, him a lot at ohio state because it's yeah. big 10 country up here and he, he probably I mean, has he, he the looked right like coaching this, ando yeah to start his career does. off right well i yep. think it's a, a question of like what ando was saying too which is that they are letting they are forming the offense around yep. him and his 100%. strengths yep instead of trying to make him do something yeah. conversely i watched a little bit of the panthers game and bryce young and I can't remember if this is this weekend or last weekend. And it struck me that it looked like they were running a college offense and it just wasn't working. Like they didn't have the talent to do it there. It looked like Reich was actually trying to have him do that. The same kind of thing, but it doesn't always work, you know? Well, and Reich doesn't exactly have the best track record yeah, coaching quarterbacks. True. That is true. They, uh, before you get too far off Houston, they solo they have beaten one team. They've got a notable win. Week three, they beat at Jacksonville. They won by twenty. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Okay, yeah, that's a road win. That's big. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, Brett's Texans looking good. Texans. <laughs> All right. Uh, what else did we have? Um, oh, Ravens. This was a drubbing, man. This really kind of shocked me. The Ravens are for real, folks, huh? And Lamar didn't even fucking light it up or anything. They just dominated. And what, who was that other running back who I'm trying to pick up in uh, fucking our uh, our fantasy league as well, Solo? Um, oh, the guy. I, I had, you know what? He exploded because I had him in that league for like four weeks sitting on my bench, and I just cut him like a week ago. So then he goes Justice off. Justice Hill? So. Or no? Nope. The other guy. Gus, Gus Edwards? Nope. And I. Undrafted oh, free agent, I think Mitchell. he's talking about. Keon Mitchell. Keon Mitchell. Oh, Nine yeah, attempts, yeah, yeah. 138 yards. And oh. a touchdown. And, and he had Michael two yards. huge runs. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I didn't even. I'll, I'll be honest. It, this is bad. I didn't even know who the hell he was. Yeah. Well, he was undrafted, I think. Undrafted free agent. Yeah. That. Man, I'm losing my touch. I, I'm more focused on kickers kicking 55 yards. <laughs> wow. they're, they're looking really good, the Ravens, and their defense is looking really good. So That's they, my pick to make the Super Bowl. It, the they, Ravens oh, and the Bengals are coming on when they need to, or is it a little too early? That's the question, right? Like, are they going to be able to continue True. like this for the second half of the season? Because they are looking very sh- – Eagles – Ravens, well, and Bengals. You know what? Looking the strong. Seahawks, even though they're five and three, you look at their resume; it's yeah, not true. that great. Ooh, They've got a win on the Lions, yeah. but Oof. the other wins are Panthers, yeah. the Giants, the Cardinals, and the well, the Browns. That's a good win, but it's not. Is I don't it know. though? Because the Browns seem to be on. Is it though? Well, know, I don't know. Good defense, yeah. I'm not just an offense, yeah. So and Gino, he 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 looked kind of 
kind of crapola. Looks like he might have got punched in the mouth uh, in the locker room before Again, 13 yeah. for 28, 157 and an interception. He he just he looked a little frantic from when I was watching some of this game. They just looked off and frantic and like the game was gone early on. And uh Baltimore looks good. It's sometimes though um again watching Lamar Jackson he looks frantic sometimes too, and he fumbles a lot. And he just—I I don't know. Sometimes he just throws like the Harrison ball Ford. Wildly. I'm getting frantic. Yeah, seriously. It's like looking at the Eiffel Tower. Um, wake it up in the bed. What's? A, oh my God, where am I? <laughs> you just—are we doing a frantic podcast? <laughs> that is that. That was a good fucking movie, though. It's a good callback there, Solo. Um, well, actually, I was referencing the—I uh, was referencing that, but also that's what the the bare naked ladies have a song. Like I, I wondered if that's what you were going to, about oh. the tantric and yeah, all that. Yeah. Oh, okay. See them tantric. Guaranteed uh, to satisfy. But that is that's in fact it. referencing the film Frantic. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So mm-hmm. yes. It all comes yeah, back I think the line me. is like Harrison Ford. I'm frantic. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I'm getting frantic. Yeah. Actually, exactly. Yeah. Because yeah. I, you know, it's not Harrison Ford. I'm regarding Henry. No, it's frantic. It's <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's the that's the B side remix. So um, that was yeah, that was the Kevin Bacon, uh, Jimmy Fallon. Uh, original you guys ever watch them do uh anyway sorry well (laughs) no no please that's uh those are the games we we had listed there in the notes to kind of highlight there were a bunch of other games the giants played the raiders raiders kicked ass they bounced back right with uh did you guys hear the story of what happened with the raiders and um, what's what's their new head coach's name? I got a Antonio Pierce. Antonio, yeah, Pierce. Antonio Pierce that he gave a speech in the locker room and it was really awesome. And, and he talked about because he played on the Giants, right? Yep. And yeah, how they beat the Pats. They beat the Pats. The Pats yeah. And then Josh, Josh McDaniels got mad at him and said, uh-huh. don't ever fucking put the Pats down. Don't make them the butt of your fucking stories. You can't talk to the players without me or something. And yeah. then that yeah. led to him basically getting fired. Like that story kind of got through the building. And I guess Al Davis. Well, it sounded like too. Reading some of the other stuff about it too, it sounded like the players hated played it playing for McDaniel's, and like they were afraid of him, and not the good culture kind of a thing. That's what it sounded like. That's the Belich. These guys all think that they're fucking Belichick, and they don't, you know, don't be friends with the players. Everybody's equal. Blah blah blah. You know, they're all nothing. We can replace them at it next up. And uh, I don't. Doesn't seem to have worked for him in Denver or in fucking Oakland. Or where are they now? Las Vegas? Yeah. Las Vegas. Yeah. They're always going to be Oakland. I know. It's the fucking Oakland Raiders. But uh, we had that game. Uh, I don't know. What other games do you want to talk about? The bills Bengals was a fucking... We already kind of talked about Joey B. But what's up we with the Bills? we got our teams to talk about, Axel. Oh, do you want to talk... Uh, the- no, no. Let's go Callum's Bills first. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's just the way you had it in the notes, Solo. I'm trying to follow the oh, notes more I? these I don't, days. I don't even Hey, you know what? I got exiled to the bedroom tonight, so I don't have my <laughs> notes in front of me. Or not. So my okay, wife's watching okay, Outlander okay. on Netflix. I'm just so oh, I'm, no, I'm, I'm, ca- I'm I'm in the I'm in the bedroom. I want to yeah, catch up on I'm that. Isolated. Man. Yeah. Wow. 
Buffalo Bill, which makes me think of how beautiful that girl in Outlander is, and also Aaron Andrews, who was on the sideline for the Buffalo Bills Cincinnati Bengals game. Um, and I no, think she I te- wasn't. Whoa, whoa. Oh, okay. Well, she was on she was the, the sideline of some game, Fox. and I texted yeah, you guys and was like, look, Aaron, Aaron Andrews <laughs> yeah. is there. She's so beautiful. Axel, were you the guy who put a camera to her? <laughs> oh, no, no. no. Was that you? No, the same no. thing. So I wouldn't even you look thought at it that. was Kirk I would not even wife, besmirch her name by Googling those photos. Never. Jesus. No, that was terrible. That's Brett, terrible. Brett, save the spot. I'm, no. you know, and I got no DTK, Tahoe in me. Come on. DTK, I got no Tahoe in me. I'm sober as a, as a, uh, I don't know, as a, as a raccoon. Or as a raccoon. Well, anyway. <laughs> This Bengals Bills game, the Bills, and this this is another one, eighteen twenty four or twenty four eighteen, where this where it looks closer than it was. The Bengals controlled yeah. this game the entire time, and the Bills looked hapless and just. Do you think Lombardi is right, guys? That the Bills are really a really bad team, and Josh Allen is just trying to do anything he can to win, or. I don't know. I think it's a little bit of him not doing so good sometimes, too. You know, I don't know. He gets a little, uh, but he does have a lot of drop passes. I don't know what to yeah, think about think, the Bills. I want Kellum's like best Bills friends to with Josh good. Allen or something. What's that? Yeah. Does he like best friends with Josh Allen or I, something? Because I, he, he defends his, his he loyal does. friends to a fault. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That is true. You know what, Brett? I, I wonder, like, because I know that the Bills got a a lot of problems on defense with all the injuries. Milano being out, yeah. a couple DBs. Okay, so they're right there. But last year, I think, again, we were talking about it, how the Bills, like after Diggs, what really weapons did they have? I mean, they didn't really have a running game. They had Josh Allen, and they didn't improve their offense. They drafted another tight end. Like, they didn't improve at all. And, you know, so, but I'm with you. I feel like... He reminds me, Josh Allen is starting to remind me of Tony Romo a little bit, where when Romo really had people around him, he he was able to move the offense and play really well. But then when he was asked to do more than, like when T.O. was hurt and they had Patrick Creighton and a bunch of bums, like he's trying to do too much, and then there's the turnovers happen. I feel like Josh Allen's reverted a little bit to early in his career, thinking he has to do everything, yeah. which he kind of does. And, and and it's deg- it's digressed his progression a, a bit, if that's the right combination. It has of digressed his depression a little bit, Solo. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, 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 I kind of think depressed just thinking about it. Yeah, I know. I think some of it has to go on Allen because, I mean, he's he's since he was drafted, he leads the league in interceptions. I mean, he gets he leads for for mm. any quarterback and over that time frame. Wow. So, I mean. He does. I, he's kind of one of these golden boy guys that doesn't, that for some reason, has been Teflon in a lot of spots. And I don't. It seems to me he should, with especially with the contract he's on now, he should be, he should be a quarterback. When he gets paid, he should be a quarterback that's making the rest of the players better, even if they're not Stephon Diggs. I mean, I, I don't, I don't know something about Allen. Point, I just, I don't know point. if he's as elite as what everybody thought he was, and myself included earlier in his career well don't forget we are talking about a guy who three or four years ago people like he's wildly inaccurate right like this is the Mm -hmm. josh allen who bounced back and who became better and was the um exception to the rule 
right? And he wasn't going to be like what did what, what did mm-hmm. he didn't he come in with Darnold in them, right? Wasn't that the yeah, same? Yeah, it was a it was a big yeah. draft class. Yeah. So I I mean he has had the propensity oh, to do Darnold. this. I'll I'll say I think that re- one of the reasons why is the same thing reason why I love Josh Allen because he's so fun to watch. You just want him to be good. He's so big and football-y and he's just fucking nailing fucking linebackers when he's running and like he's just yeah well he's a he's, he's awesome fun i love watching him there's no question yeah, i just i, think I don't know why. if he's the i don't know Brett, if he's like the top two or three anointed like everybody thought he was i kind of agree with you there ando BTK, i kind of agree with you. help me out here help me out here um I, I right now i'm doing like my uh jimmy swagger praise jesus like i'm on stage um <laughs> no but like I, I think the lines are blurred a little bit too with fantasy and real football. Yeah, yeah. And we have a tendency to think Josh Allen's this king because he's the number one quarterback in fantasy the last couple of years. And we don't, you know, and, and I'm wondering if that has a little to do with, like you said, he's exciting. We like him. We think he's the one of the intangibles, right? He has since, intangibles. Yeah. But ever since that Chiefs tough playoff loss, he hasn't been the same. Yeah. Well, I hope he yeah, bounces Justin back. Justin Herbert is kind of in the same category there. That's yep. true, I think Brett. He's a, Good he's point. A fantasy keep overrated. Yeah. I mean, I just I and I can't stop I can't stop thinking about that. And I mean, I know it's just one play, but that against the Vikings last year when he fumbled it into the end zone. Most yeah. quarterback, I mean, the, that's the kind of play a, a superstar quarterback does not make. And he he seems to have those kind of lapses every once in a while. That I don't know if he, I don't. I'm not saying he can't be elite, elite, but I just don't know if he's there right now. Mm. Yeah, he's going to yeah. lose to Mahomes every time if he keeps yeah. playing this way. So the uh, I, there was I don't think there the was some. Oh, what? answer Lombard, Just to answer Axel's question, I, I disagree with Lombardi. I don't think the Bills are a bad team. I think I think they're a pretty good team that can overcome some of Allen's mistakes. I mean, they're good enough. They, their defense is good enough to win games. Um, all, overall, it's a pretty good team. Yeah, I'm kind of in the same yeah, thing. I don't think same. they're elite, but they're close. And I don't know if the coaching is so great either. Um, but that's another story. Do we want to move on to... Ever Hold since on Brian Dayball left. I, I found one other fun thing here about Josh yeah. Allen when you mentioned his draft class. Yeah. Number one that year was Baker Mayfield. These are the quarterbacks. Number three, Sam Darnold. Josh Allen at seventh. At tenth, Josh Rosen. Oh, yep. The chosen. <laughs> at uh, And then one more quarterback at number 32, the last pick in the first round, uh, one Lamar Jackson. Lamar. Yep, Lamar, baby. Wow. Wow. Yep. So really, besides Jackson and Allen, the rest of that quarterback class, well, Mayfield, I guess, is starting again, but I mean, not exactly a, yeah. a strong quarterback class. He's a great actor, though, Ando. He's, well, that's true. Very charismatic. He is very charismatic. Well, that takes us into something else that was charismatic, and that is the Around the Couch Bowl 6, baby. Yes, folks, that's right. Around the Couch Bowl 6, the <laughs> Vikings versus the Falcons. <laughs> It's Ando versus BTK, and the victor was, of course, astrophysicist, brain surgeon, Nobel laureate, Joshua Dobbs, leading the Vikings to a victory. Ando, since you are the victor and the only winner amongst us all this week, 
you have the floor. Well, I, I'm sure if you went back and scrolled through our eight, roughly 800 text messages that we've sent back and forth since that game started, I was ready to just completely, and I did pretty much jump off at like within like, I don't know, five minutes into the game after the starting quarterback for the Vikings gets hurt and we have to bring in, yeah, rocket scientist who hadn't even taken a snap from the starting offense at all. He'd been there for three days, comes in. I, I was, and at the first drive or two, the was terrible. I was convinced this game was going to be bad, bad, bad. Luckily, you were texting like George R.R. R. Martin there. For like yeah, that's about, true. Like, Eternal I, yeah. darkness or something. I think I said <laughs> something. I think it was something about the Vikings football is uh, a glimmer of light only to be crushed by unrelenting darkness or something. Yeah, something. Yeah, like and that. then I was thinking of the Red Witch, and I'm like, okay, George R. R. Martin, what are you doing? It was, I, I was not in a good place in my Vikings fandom there for a little while, and then somehow the Falcons just kind of stayed around and or let the Vikings stay around and didn't take advantage of things, and Dobbs made some plays, made some plays with his legs. I think it... It's yeah. it's one of the best coaching performances of uh, Kevin O'Connell's short Vikings career. I mean, the guy, in order to pull off that and just make that happen, and with he said before, with Jefferson got with Jefferson didn't play because he was hurt again. Cousins out, uh, Darisaw left tackles out. I forgot when I won earlier. KJ Osborne got knocked out of the game with a concussion. I mean, Cam Akers blew out his Achilles during the game, so they were literally down to. Alexander Madison, TJ Hawkinson, and Josh Dobbs, basically. Well, and Addison, but Addison, I think, was being double covered every time, so they didn't really, wasn't really much to get to. It just was, I don't, I, what can I, I, I don't even know what to say because I'm still in shock that they actually won. And I think a lot of it was, um, this is what I want to ask Brett about. I think a lot of it was due to the Falcons not having good coaching. I think they, I think the Vikings severely outcoached them, which is not something I can usually say about a Vikings coach, but, I don't know what the hell Arthur Smith is doing. Brett, do you care to comment? I just I, I echo that sentiment. No, no one in Atlanta knows what Arthur Smith is doing. We we are very uh, frustrated. That was that was basically humiliating for us, especially coming off the last week's game where you're facing a, a rookie QB making his first start and he throws for four touchdowns. And you lose that game by five. And then, of course, in this game, Dobbs doesn't even know his offensive linemen's names, is trying to learn plays on the sideline or however the story goes. And he leads he leads the Vikings to a victory. So it, it was very, uh, I don't know, it's just been kind of a depressing couple of days. And we're, Arthur Smith is squarely on the hot seat after that, after that game. Um, I mean, you some know, of it reminds the, me all the leeway we've been giving him for the first. I think it's his third year now. Um, all that kind of leeway is, I think, out the window now, and uh, he's going to have to do something uh, with this season, or else he may be out. Some of what it reminds me of is it. It reminds me a lot when Mike Zimmer was the head coach here, where and a lot of Zimmer never came out and said this, but the impression anybody that watched the Vikings play day in and day out when he was here was. He was going to do things his way, whether or not that was the right thing or for not to do to the team. Like when you see, when I'm watching that Falcons game, and I really, I've asked you this a bunch of times over the years about Bijan Robinson not being on the field at key times or 
not throwing to Kyle Pitts hardly. I mean, Kyle Pitts was non-existent. They're throwing to Johnny Johnny Smith who or uh, Smith, right? Yeah, I, I got him on my right fantasy yeah. team, baby. But I mean, not like he's a bad player, but like you you invest top ten picks on two guys and you're not using them at all. I mean, I don't. It seems like he doesn't want to use them, and he's like, "That's going to be my way or the highway," and I'm not going to adapt to my players. Yeah, kind of like we were talking about earlier, and that's yep. Mike Zimmer used to do a lot of that here, where. There would be great guys on the bench that ended up having good times going to other places, but he didn't want to use them here for whatever reason. I don't know if that, I don't know if you got that impression. I don't know what the, I, just, I don't know. It, it was weird. Like, yeah. Yeah. It feels like he's, he's got an ego and he's stubborn and, uh, you know, he, he knows more than everybody else. Mm. Uh, we, after we intercepted that ball or got it down to the one yard line, what a fumble interception, whatever it was. Um, it was like three straight plays. Bijan didn't even touch the ball. I, you know, Pitts didn't touch the ball. I, I don't know what he. I don't know why you're not using your playmakers. Um, it's weird. Well, there was he, watching that I think game as an outsider. It's weird. You know, you talk about it all the time, like, Brett, and then and everyone yeah. talks about it, and then I really this was probably the game of the Falcons get I most paid attention to because this was the best game that was happening. Even though, like I said, there were like three or four other games at the same time that were coming down to the wire, the Texans bucks and um, even the Patriots uh, commanders, uh, which I, well, and I, I, I was reading something kind of like you were saying on some of the red zone stuff. I, at one point I, I saw something here that said, Atlanta ran six plays at that in that possession. Robinson was only on the field for one of them, and he was blocking. Just it was weird. a passing play. It's just weird. But, like yeah. I'm watching it. Like, wait, isn't Bijan on this? What's going on? Oh yeah, and then I remembered. You know, nope. They just for some reason don't want to play that. Falcons need to bring Dan Quinn back. He'll get it straightened out. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're going to do something. Just, I think. Yeah. It doesn't make any sense at all, yeah, and uh, every, now every everyone's asking the same questions. So we'll see what happens, but it doesn't look good. It, yeah. it doesn't feel too good right now. Well, but it was a, but let me tell you, that was really the game of the weekend, wasn't it, folks? It was, it was a damn it, fun game. Are yeah. you asking, yeah. or are you <laughs> with, are you doing oh, a, with a, log, uh, <laughs> a promo? No, hey, you might disagree with me, Solo. I don't know. Oh. No, no. I mean, with, with all with all that with all the mistakes, it's it, it's a game of inches, as we like to say. Yeah. On that fourth and seven, Dobbs should have been tackled behind the line of scrimmage. I mean, he, there were two. I think there were two guys within like a shoelace of tackling him, and that would have been the game we win by three. Mm. If that happens, well, um, he turned it around too. A lot of people aren't but, talking yeah. about that. When he first got into the game, they had the safety. He threw an interception, right? Or there was a fumble. Yeah, that was about the time yeah. I was talking yeah. about yeah. the the crushing darkness text was yeah. after those first couple drives with Dobbs. I I'm said, like, oh boy, the trade doesn't look too bad. good now, or something. And then the night, about, the night is dark and full of terror. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. ten <laughs> minutes later, I was like uh, putting the amulet back on and looking hot again. <laughs> and uh, well, in so, the, in the in the third quarter, the score was fourteen to ten, which sounds like we scored two touchdowns. Mm. But no, it was four field goals and a safety. Yeah, it that was, was how the, we got uh, our fourteen points. It was so the first we, game we and all those points on the field. First game in NFL history to be eleven to ten at halftime. 
Interesting. <laughs> Which is just a crazy stat. Yeah. It's... You know why? Because it was around the couch bowl six. Yeah. That's exactly yeah. right. Well, it was a game. Yeah. Well, we have well, so, another one yeah. coming up soon. The Falcons are playing yeah. the Jets, right? Isn't that the next one that yes. happens? It's in a couple weeks, I think. Yeah. yeah. Yep. So, First weekend weeks. in December. That'll be your retribution, Brett. Yeah. That'll, yep. Jets will well, make we'll the see. Falcons look like fucking Super Bowl winners. Um, speaking of uh, Super Bowl winners and game of inches, we had the Cowboys losing. What I guess the, I, I should say, this was a good game, but I kind of just felt like the Eagles had this game for most of the game. Um, but yeah, Cowboys lost a great game to the Eagles. It was fun in the beginning, at least. Uh, but uh, I don't know. What do you think, Solo? Are you are you down on Dak? What's what what was up with the presence of not of stepping out of bounds? That does bother me. That kind of epitomizes his play to me. Is he's just not sharp? You know what I'm saying? Like when you need him to be he's sharp. Toshiba. He's like, not sharp. He's Toshiba. Yeah, he just. But you know what I'm saying? Like he just doesn't have. There's just a little bit of that edge. He doesn't seem to have to take. He gets a little sloppy sometimes. Yeah, but he is a. I mean, again, we do, can't. Do you want me to talk about the Cowboys or? You yeah, go? you go. You go. You go. So we'll talk about it. <laughs> You're answering all my questions. No, seriously. Um, I'll say this. I'm not out of all the Cowboys like losses in the last few years and stuff. For some reason, this one didn't affect me like the Niners blowout did. Um, it, it, it's typical of the Cowboys to be there at the end and then Dak blows it. Or, I mean, it wasn't all Dak. I'll, I'll get into that. But it just, it was a typical Jason Garrett, Mike McCarthy era type game where they just lose it. They have a chance to win and, and they lose it. It, was a game of inches that schoonmaker touchdown that wasn't a touchdown they get no points but then they come back and then stepping out on the two-point conversion which i was so excited and then they go wait a minute and i'm like what and i'm like son of a gun i mean it just like and then you get it to the six yard line you know at the end of the game and terrence Steele, who was getting killed all day the right dallas cowboys right tackle got blown off the ball and deck took a sack that you can't take there. And it was a lot of, but the Cowboys were leading at the half. They, they had, um, I think 14 first downs. It was either the fourth quarter or the second half. I I can't remember what the stat was, but they pretty much that third quarter, really when the the Eagles scored twice, Dallas didn't score. And then they were coming back. Um, I thought we were going to pull it off there at the end, but once again, you know, I mean, there was three Eagles had three fumbles and they just didn't bounce the Cowboys way. There was just they should have won that game. And the thing is, I will say about the Eagles is they're eight and one. They won again. Granted, they're very beatable, but they don't lose. <laughs> you know, they, they have a tendency to, to eat these games out. I mean, the one game they did against the Jets, they were turning the ball over. But it just I mean, the Cowboys, I mean, they sh- kind of shut down AJ Brown. I think six catches, sixty something yards, versus you know his one twenty five. He's been getting every week. Um, the Cowboys' defensive line played well. Linebackers played well. Um, all in all, it's just you know the 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 Cowboys. They they have a nice run coming up, 
where they play the Giants next week. They play Carolina, Washington, then Seattle, then host Philly. If they can run the table and then beat Philly, I will feel really good going into because December is going to be tough. They got to play the at the Bills, at the Dolphins, home to the Lions. That that's a gauntlet right there, uh, you know. So I, I don't know, guys. I'm I am uh, I, you know I, I, it's to a point now where I can't even throw blame around because it's just the structure of the team. They just they don't win these games, especially the last three years. They don't win these games at the end, like Dak's rookie year and a few years after. They, I remember they, they came back against Philly and won in overtime one year and all this magical stuff that they were doing. They haven't had any of those magical wins. Last year in overtime, Dak throws the pick six to Jacksonville. They lose. They Green Bay comes at the end. You know, it, these these games, they just they just don't know how to win. And the last thing I'll say is I've been preaching this since training camp. They do not have the right running backs. Tony Pollard is a good second running back who you put out in space, give them the ball 10 to 15 times a game. They don't have that runner up the gut, and they're making Dak pass more, and it's going to hurt them later in the year. But I will say this. Dak is definitely playing better um, than he has been all year which gives me some hope, but the clutch gene is gone from that rookie season. And maybe a couple years after that, when he still kind of had it, um, it's gone. And I, I, I don't, I honestly, I don't, I, I can't get excited about this team because yeah, we got the giants this week. They'll beat them 40 to three. And it's like, great. You do, but you can't beat the Niners or the Eagles. So I don't know. I don't know, guys. I am, uh, I'm kind of numb. I'm not upset. I'm disappointed, but it's typical. It's just typical Cowboys. So, I mean, I, I got nothing. I got nothing left. You know, I was, I was actually super impressed with the Cowboys. I mean, playing on the road, they had a chance to win that game. It's, and I mean, the, the Eagles, have you looked at the Eagles upcoming schedule? That game and the Cowboys play could be a very different situation. The next three games for the Eagles are the, at the Chiefs. Home for the Bills, home for the 49ers. I mean, yeah, I, mean I, I think there's still some optimism to be had. I, like I said, I, if that game was at home with the Cowboys, would they have they won that game? Well, I don't know. <laughs> I, would, I would love to say yes, but I'm not sure, Ando. But um, the thing is, as the division is concerned, um, they would need the Eagles to lose two out of three. The Cowboys would have to win out and then beat them then they would have a chance. But I just think, you know, two and a half games right now, that means the, you know, they're not only two games behind them, the Cowboys can't lose. And I wouldn't be surprised if the Cowboys lose one of these stupid games. I could see them losing at Carolina. I, I could oh see it happen. God, I, I really do. I really do. I I, I don't know, guys. I'm, I'm very, uh, <laughs> these are the Cowboys. Even A. Smith's right. They're an accident waiting to happen. Um, but oh, I did God. thought I, I but I did think they did play very well. I mean the the, the both teams had a lot of penalties. I mean it, it was kind of even in that aspect. The bo- the ball just didn't bounce right for the Cowboys and they couldn't execute it at the end. But the Eagles are so beatable. Like they're good they're a good team. Don't get me wrong. They're one of the best 
Uh, but they can be beaten in January. Uh, Hertz isn't, doesn't seem as healthy. I don't know. I just, you know, I, I'm more optim. I guess I am optimistic about how the Cowboys played on the road. It kind of reminds me a little bit of the Giants almost beating the Patriots that one year in the regular season, the undefeated almost season, and then beat them in the Super Bowl. Like, mm-hmm. I kind of see some confidence there, but I'm just worried about the running game and them not winning any of these close games. So, I mean, they beat the Chargers, but that's the level. That was a close game, but that was that's the level of team they can beat. I just don't think they could beat the Chiefs, the Bengals, the Eagles, or the Niners. And so, and to go, having to go on the road three games in the NFC and then to a Super Bowl, I, I just don't see, I don't see it happening. I mean, I can hope, but you know what? I'm just going to try to enjoy as much as I can, knowing that I'm going to be disappointed at the end of the year, like every other fucking year. Well, okay, now I'm really done. Um, <laughs> Solo, did you have anything to say about the Cowboys? <laughs> uh, oh, uh, yeah. now that we're back, that was well played. no, well played. I agree well with uh, everything you said, and I'd like to add that the Eagles are a very good team. We don't, we all don't want to admit it. They're the fucking Eagles, the tush push, all that shit. But they're a very good team. They are eight and one. They have the best record in the NFL. Um, they beat good teams when they need to. The only loss they have is to a team I'm going to talk about right now, the New York Jets. So, and that was like very fluky um, because the Jets suck and last night was terrible. That's all I'm going to say. Let's move on to the picks this week. Wow. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) I got to talk a little bit about the Jets. Um, (laughs) Does anyone want to say anything about the Cowboys before we move on? And oh, Brett. I just, I just feel like Solo is bruised and battered. Yes, <laughs> and I, uh, I don't know. <laughs> He's unrecognizable. Unrecognizable to myself. <laughs> so Axel in the mirror, I oh, took my pants off. I got, I got a neck beard going. <laughs> I don't remember that line. Um, anyway, <laughs> all right, we'll keep it moving. The Jets host the Chargers Monday Night Football, and it was a debacle uh, from the beginning. Uh, I don't know what to say. Fumbling, stumbling, Zach Wilson running back 20 yards. Half the time I spent just yelling at, throw the ball, just get rid of the ball. Oh, Um, pulls the ball too much, way too long. And, you know, I heard something today that actually the quarterback that holds the ball the longest is CJ Stroud, but he makes good. But the person who said this, I can't remember who was saying it. It's about the decisions he makes, right? So the, the reason why is because Zach Wilson is only good if he follows you know, one, two, throw the ball, right? Once the play breaks down, he's not good. So this idea that he's going to gunsling and throw it to Garrett Wilson, that's not when They've scored these, uh, you know, I think there's a stat that they lead the league in one score in one play scores, and they've only had eight touchdowns over the last eight games. One of those touchdowns being the Brees Hall that the Eagles let him score. So that's seven touchdowns and five of them have been one play. 
So they have not been able to actually run a drive. That's yeah. I did see a stat that over the last four games, they've had three offensive touchdowns and all three of them were one play drives. Wow. So that's not bruised and battered now. Yeah. (laughs) It's, I mean, look, it's the offensive line is beat up. You got people playing out of position, people being pulled off the practice squad playing hurt you've got no real receiver besides wilson and well i i think uh troy aikman said it best on the broadcast last night i'm surprised robert sala's beard hasn't turned gray tonight yeah it was just zach wilson (laughs) is zach wilson hey i think my boy troy aikman is losing it a little bit and he just throws out these funny things like i think he's like in his own world at times he is it's getting He's getting better. He just man. went after Zach three or yes, four times last did. night. I was he like, did. whoa, Troy. I He's like it. grumpy old man. Yep. Yeah, I know. I love great. it. I really <laughs> like it. He'll start complaining, right? Oh, a lot of flags already. Right? Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. There was one time. I'm sorry, Axel. There was one time where they were taking a while to make a call. And Aikman's like, all right, let's keep it moving. <laughs> like, he, like, <laughs> like they were listening to him, right? Like like Troy said to keep it moving, guys. Come on, Um, like he did. Like he had somewhere to be. Oh yeah, he's great though. I love it. I love it. Um, Yeah, we were talking about how about Greg Olson calling that game. Oh my god, that guy is. Oh, I can't. He got hit in the head or something. Well, I don't know. He's something. I can't. I can't deal with Burkhart and Olson. I. I cannot. I do not. And they do a lot of Cowboys games. I I can't stand them. I, no. I I I put the game on mute for a little while. I had I needed a break. Yeah. Well, well back to so oh, go ahead. I would still take uh, Olson over <laughs> over the the enigma known as Jonathan Vilma every day of the week and twice on Sundays. So yeah. it can get worse. Yeah. Trust me. I picked up a little yeah, of Mark Slareth. Oh, oh God. I, oh, yeah. He's the, he's, he's a half a step above Vilma. Ego. Yeah. yeah. Slareth's got the biggest freaking ego on the planet. That dude. You know, I oh, used to think God. that having former players on like the pregame shows and calling the games was a good idea. Now I'm starting to really rethink that. Like, I think it's, you know, I think there's some exceptions out there, but generally we need more like professional broadcasters and less guys who used to play football. That's just my opinion. I I can argue. Um, Anyway, speaking of guys who play professional football or shouldn't Zach Wilson, he is the backup quarterback, right? Like, oh, people kind of talk about like they should do something about Zach Wilson. They did something about Zach Wilson. His name's yeah, Aaron Rodgers, and yeah, he fucking yeah. burst his Achilles. So yeah. he is not the starting quarterback. I can't complain about. I mean, look, he does the same shit every time. He runs back. He doesn't throw the ball. He just. It just he doesn't seem to know what he's doing. Like, what the fuck was with it throwing it to Michael Carter 18 times in a row at the end of that game? It was weird. And I don't know if yeah, it it was. I do not think that was Hackett either. Like people are um, kind of getting on Hackett. I don't know. I mean, besides just turning him into a running back or something, I don't see what you could really do. So this is what it is going to be the rest of the season. Who knows? Maybe they'll bring Simeon in or who's the other guy 
that is uh, that Aaron Rodgers liked and they brought in, but they don't want to play. I can't remember his fucking name. Um, oh, I got, I got Boyle. Boyle, right? If they're gonna put Boyle, oh, yeah. who cares? Like, Boyle, put him in. Yeah, right. Like, Susan I mean, go, go ahead. I got the but, solution, Axel. I got the solution. What's that? And, and and this will take away two quarterbacks in this league that we don't need to see. Oh. Nickelodeon show called Zach. <laughs> And Baker Mayfield plays his father. Oh my God, I love it! <laughs> I love it. Zach, Zach and Baker, and there's so my dad out the Emmys now. Yeah, that that would actually work, you know. And it could be some kind of weird like wizards or time travely thing that they're close in age, you know. <laughs> and, and, Zach, and, and, and Zach's like, Daddy Baker, I like I, that. I, where's Ma Baker? I want to be a quarterback someday. And they're like, no, son, you oh, can, you I, will not. And Zach listen. keeps on fucking the girls that Baker Mayfield brings home. Oh, shit. Lachlan's yes, going to listen yes. to this. Oh, um, no, Lachlan. Don't listen to that. Yeah, don't listen to that, Lachlan. I forgot. <laughs> Damn it. God, Whatever you do, don't rewind good. to listen to that part again. Oh, man. <laughs> good job. Yeah, don't rewind it a, a third time. Alexa, don't <laughs> play on. that part. Um, he listens to it. Too, Alexa, Alexa turn off podcast. Part. <laughs> um, sorry to anyone who that actually happened to, but anyway, yeah, I don't, ha- it's just, I feel the same way you feel solo. The, what can you do? Right. The defense is so fun to watch. I know, man. They're swarming. They're everywhere. Sauce is actual, running I'm around. Sorry, it sucks because we said this last year and even with the Cowboys defense, it's like when you have such a great defense, it's being wasted. It's being their help, yeah. you know, relatively healthy on D it's getting wasted because the other side of the ball is not even giving them a chance. Yeah. Yep. Uh, so sorry. That's I'm all I, I mean, the chargers, me. the chargers couldn't even move the ball. No, I know yeah, all their I points know. were like the punt return and then the turnovers. Yep. Set them yeah. Mm-hmm. One touchdown. That, they, yeah, exactly. Oh, I think turnovers. they finished with less than 200 total yards. Yeah, Herbert only threw yeah. for a buck eighty or something. Yeah, right. the 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 defense is great to watch. They're fun. They're, it's a and and it's it's a host of different dudes, right? It's not like there's one star. There's a lot of guys playing very well, and it's really fun. It's and hey, honestly, I I'm paying attention more when the defense is on the field because they're fun to more fun to watch than the offense. It's sad to say, cause I love Garrett Wilson. I love Brees Hall, but use that one catch that Garrett Wilson, if he, if, if Zach Wilson hadn't thrown it like 20 feet above his head, he got his feet in. You could see the guys on the Chargers sideline, like their faces. They were like, that dude is sick. How talented yeah. he is. Yeah. And if he actually had someone throwing to him, I just, you know what? Aaron Rodgers, fuck it, man. You know what? I already had all the vaccines removed from my blood, as I told you, when Aaron Rodgers became a Jet. I, I had Keith Richards <laughs> help me do it. I had all my blood replaced. Um, I'm, I take ayahuasca every single day. I, t- I put it in my Wheaties. And if he comes back, I'm, I'm ready to go. go but you until do a then, darkness retreat every Saturday. I do. Every night, I close my eyes he and do, do a no, darkness he does. When we retreat. do the love seat, he goes and does yeah, his that's darkness true. retreat. I do a darkness retreat. <laughs> Uh, but anyway, <laughs> let's keep it moving. Solo, hit us with your power rankings. All right. Well, can you hit us? Because I don't have them in front of me. <laughs> oh, oh shit. <laughs> because this is why I have them written down, actually. But then I realized I, I made a change this morning, and I can't remember what I changed. I know I put a certain team number one, 
uh, controversial team, possibly. I don't know. So go for it, Axel. You talk about him, and then we'll talk. Um, okay. Well, Heath Solo has listed all of the teams in the NFL from 1 to 32. And <laughs> 1 is the best team. 32 is <laughs> the worst team. Holy the, shit, that's an amazing concept. <laughs> I thought you were going to say, this list, listen, teams 1 through 28. Yeah, honestly, <laughs> quite honestly, teams 22 to 32 are not even worth talking about. Jets, Broncos, Raiders, Titans, Packers, Rams, Patriots, Bears, Panthers, Giants, Cardinals. We can move on from there. Then you have kind of a second tier, right? From 21, the Bucks to the Browns at 10. And you have some interesting teams here. The Vikings at 15 solo. Steelers at well, 16. Look who they're up against. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. What else do you have to say about the list you made? Well, what is the top five? All right. We're jumping to the top five, folks. <laughs> oh, you don't want to go there yet. You uh, want to go. Okay. No, I'm I just, see what you, yeah, you were doing. Yeah, That's just good. moving up. Yeah. One thing I will say about doing the power rankings, it would be easy to just rank them based on record, and then there would be no fun, right? Because I do think the record doesn't – sometimes teams have inflated records or rough rec, – you know, so uh, like the Bengals because they've lost a few early in the year but have come on strong. Um, but looking at it, as far as there's so many bad teams <laughs> – like, I mean, there's bad teams that have some exciting players that may get a win here and there. Like, like, you know, I, I, like, I don't really know where to put the Texans. They're exciting and they're doing better than I imagined. But how good are they? Um, you get teams like the Steelers who find a way to win, but just they don't impress you. Um, you know, the you know, I have Vikings at 15 because comparing them to the other teams, honestly, the heart, like, I think um, Chris O'Donnell is one of the best coaches, young coaches in the NFL. And I've been impressed with him so much that what they did this week, sorry, Brett, but with Bob Dabalina and, you know, all the, all the injuries that impresses me more, uh, what they were able to accomplish. And you know what? Give me the Vikings any day of the week versus half these teams, you know, I, they they seem to be playing with heart, so that's why I got them 15. They deserve, I think they deserve that ranking. Um, the Browns are a, a funky team because they have a great defense, but the offense just is. Oof. So, but again, it, it, you know, where how far are they going to go? There's really only a few elite teams that I trust. There's not many teams that that you're like, no, they're going to win this week. It's like, well, I don't know. So. That's where I'm at with the, you know, the top 20 or the bottom 20. All right. Well, then that's a, your top five is uh, actually, I think your top eight is really where we get to um, maybe nine. Let's do your top nine. Okay. Okay. Because these are the good teams that I think in the NFL, you could say these teams are good. Maybe they don't always beat the best other teams, but they're good teams. The Jags. Dolphins, Cowboys, Lions, 49ers, Chiefs, Eagles, Bengals, number one, coming in with Marlowe on their tail, <laughs> the Baltimore Ravens. 
Yeah, the Ravens I switched because I've forgotten how convincingly they beat the Lions as well. And what they did this week, I just think as much as, you know, I wasn't a huge Ravens fan going into this year. I just feel that, you know, they do it. They they can rush the ball. I mean, it's just right now I would give them the nod as the best team right now after week nine. I just think they are. I know the Chiefs lost to the Broncos, but, you know, they go and beat Miami and Germany bounce back game, um, as I called it. Bengals, I'm just high on. I just, I, you know, maybe two might be a little high for them right now, but they beat the Niners. You know, they beat the Bills. You know, I, I just I just feel like the Seahawks, well, they're not as good. But I, I so that's where I'm at. And the Eagles, I mean, Eagles, You could if you put the Eagles one, I wouldn't be like, oh, you're wrong because they win. And if you win the Super Bowl by two points, it doesn't matter. Um, but I hate the Eagles, so I'm not putting them at one. <laughs> but no, but I, I just feel that in this day and age, with the accidents waiting to happen, like the Dolphins and the Cowboys and the Bills, and then your mediocre teams, there's only a few that I trust. And that's even uh, kind of hard. So that's why I think I think this year more than ever, you make the playoffs, you could make a run. Like it's, I feel it's the closest it's going to be to hockey this season where you could be a seventh seed. I mean, seventh seeds probably won't make a run. Uh, but like, I just feel that a wild card team could get to the AFC or NFC championship games this season because I, I think anything going to happen in the playoffs with these teams, they're all vulnerable. Um, so that's my take. All right. Solo. Um, I like this list. Does anyone have anything to say about it? And or Brett? I don't think I don't you having the Bengals at number two, I don't think is I don't think it's too high. If you I'm I kinda when I look at these kind of things, I like to look at the last three or four weeks of what's going on and yeah. That yeah. that Bengals win at the 49ers to me proved that I mean, they controlled that game and they beat the hell out of the 49ers on the road. To me, that's the most impressive yeah. win over the last couple of weeks of any team. I'd put the Bengals as my number one team right now, even though they had all those oh. early season losses. I think they're the strongest team right now. I mean, it's ebbs and flows. I think the the Ravens are are still impressive, but I don't think their wins over the Lions and uh, who was the other one again? The Lions and the Seahawks. I don't think beating those two teams is as impressive as beating the Bills and 49ers in back-to-back weeks like the, like Not, the Bengals that's, have. That's a great point. That's a great point. Um yeah, that's I believe me, I wanted to put the Bengals one. I just I I wanted to give the Ravens a little love and then I'm switching next week. Oh no, no anyway. Brett, what do you think? It's a pretty good list, so uh, I don't I don't have much to gripe about. Uh, if I were to nitpick, maybe the Titans are a little lower than I would expect or worse. Mm-hmm. You have them at twenty five. I'm thinking I'm thinking they're a top twenty team, at least the last couple. Okay. Well, well, could, yeah, you know what? But I mean, yeah, that's just that's minor stuff, you know. Yeah, that no so. Raiders, Bron- there Raiders, Broncos, Bucks, Washington, Chargers ahead of them. Yeah, I, I, if you said they, they should be at twenty one, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be mad at you. Um, I just they burned me so much. I think I, I have a little, and I love my boy Will Levis, but I could, I just think they're a little overrated. But yeah, that twenty one on twenty one to like twenty five, they they could be. Because believe me, uh, the Raiders aren't, you know, yeah, I, I would definitely, I think you're right on that one. 
Um, I might have the Jags ahead of the Dolphins and Cowboys, and I would probably have okay. the Eagles at number one, and the Chiefs maybe at three with the Bengals at two and the Ravens at four. But um, the thing with that Chiefs team is, it was still two weeks ago mm-hmm. they got beat by Denver. That's it scares me off the Chiefs a little yeah, bit. That's a debate. But yeah, you know, Denver does seem to be playing better, so. Mahomes was sick too. Well, just think about that. I mean, you know, with the Eagles losing to the Jets, I mean, the Niners, Detroit, Dallas, they all have these losses that they shouldn't have lost. And which, which I hope is going to make the playoffs exciting. Yeah. Well, Um, I don't want to see chiefs Eagles again. I'm sorry. I just don't. I I agreed. I agree. (laughs) And, uh, speaking of things that they should not have lost, I again was the worst um, <laughs> picker of. Well, you were better than I thought when I was when Solo did his <laughs> ten o'clock, one o'clock game uh, roundup. I don't know what the hell I was counting. No, no to everyone else. Solo math is not to be trusted on this podcast. No, so. that's true. Nope, nope. <laughs> not that's at all. We I had actually like one in seven AI or something. And so uh, <laughs> oh, break it down for us, Ando. Yeah, well, uh, Brett and I tied for first with nine and five, both of us, and he solo was seven and seven. I mean, even did a little better than your two and eleven prediction. I think that you threw out there solo, so that's <laughs> or two and twelve, and Axel at six and eight. It's uh, we're we're the gap is closing a little bit. I mean, well, Axel, you fell a little farther behind, but yeah, <laughs> the gap is closing. Brett's only three behind solo now. I'm four behind. So it's 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 tightening up a little bit, and mm. I don't know. It's I'm under does anybody have anything to say? Yeah, it's well. I'm sorry, I, yeah, guys. You're due for a big week here. So no, I'm bringing actual, down so. the podcast. I'm bringing down the podcast. We were all <laughs> we could we could uh, brag. We're all over 500. I'm well, fucking one game under. The now. great thing, the great thing is Axel last week on the pod was like, you know what? I'm gonna, you know, what? we're picking these games. I'm going to look more at the spread now. Yeah, exactly. And just picking the teams. <laughs> <laughs> Finally. Yeah, I, I was really right. excited. I switched my Packers pick because that would that would have that would have brought me into a tie with uh, Brett, but I changed it at the last second. So that that may, always mm. makes me feel good when I change out of a, a correct pick. So that that was fun, but <laughs> you got bullied. I was listening to the pod. You got bullied, Ando. <laughs> well, I always I'm always getting picked on. What the hell? And then damn you, Brett, for wanting to change the pick, but because my pick would have changed in that game, you didn't do it. And I, I really could have used an extra th- win. Which one you was the, the Rams? One whatever the Brett Rams. Picked. Yeah, yep. whatever. Yeah, Brett it was the Rams. The, yep. The Rams. You should not. Have, yeah, you should not have listened to me there. Yeah. Well, I I was doing haikus at seven in the morning. I, you know, wasn't on my best. Roxanne. Roxanne. Uh, and uh, I was just thinking of that. Well, yeah. Does anybody have anything to say about the picks from last week? I mean, <laughs> Brett sucked. got another what three Revis Islands again, Brett. So you're you're living and dying with these uh, with these uh, Revis Island picks. So well yeah. done. Yeah. yeah. Well, the way the yeah, morning was going, I thought lost. Brett was going to take over first place right right away. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I lost two Revis Islands, but I think I got three. Yeah. Yeah. Chargers, Count, Commanders, and Steelers. You all you got so. Yeah, I won two. I think two Revis Islands because I'm the only one. Who, oh no, I, I didn't know what Someone else picked the Eagles. No, actually, Brett was the only one who picked the Cowboys. That's what it was. <laughs> yeah, the Cowboys. That was a that was a heartbreak. Shouldn't have done it, Brett. Shouldn't have done it. Yeah. 
I think my haiku screwed you up. And that uh, that Texan's not going for an extra point there screwed both you and Brett Solo. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> oh my god, I didn't even know that happened. <laughs> It's like a kneel down on the two point conversion. Oh my god, that, that, it's fraudulent! <laughs> fraudulent. Uh. All right. Well, speaking of fraudulent, let's get into this week's picks. Okay. Oh. <laughs> Axel's got a Big Mac to go by. <laughs> I got a fr- Big Mac and hot fries. Well, since it's the halfway point, I have a couple other little fun little things I can pepper in while we're doing this too. Ooh. If you're looking at your, uh, if you're looking at the document sheet, I, yeah. I did add on a little on the side there, like on the first game as the Bears, there's a little plus right next to it. Yes. That means that point spread has gone up since it originally, when I put the document together like a day or two ago, that point spread was Bears by three. So that means the oh. plus means that that spread is going higher in the same direction. The minus means it's coming down. Oh, that makes sense. So uh, fancy. Yes. So, and since we are also at the halfway point, I I Mm. was able to find a few other, a few other little fun little stats on our own picking for the season. So for picking our own teams, I I totaled up what our records are picking our own teams. (laughs) Okay. I am six and three on Vikings games, picking the Vikings game correctly. Brett is five, three and one push. Wow. And, Axel and Solo are both four and four on their picking your own team. So we're actually not doing too terrible not on bad. picking our own teams. I thought that was kind of fun. So that is. Hmm. Thank you. That's interesting. And which will lead into our Thursday night game. And Thursday nights, we have, I know last year we were god awful at picking Thursday nights. Oh, I this definitely year, was. I was the worst. This year, I'm actually, I'm seven and two on Thursday nights. I don't know what the hell's wrong with me the rest of the time. uh, Solo, you're six and three. Brett is five and four. And actually, you just need to stay away from prime time. You're two and seven on Thursday nights. Wow. So that means you get to go first this week and lead us the way. Solo will go second. I will go third. Brett will go last. The first game is going to put Al Michaels to sleep. Al Michaels may fake a cardiac arrest so he doesn't have to go to this game, I'm guessing. Panthers (laughs) at Bears. Bears are favored by four. I'll be picking whatever Axel doesn't pick. Oh, damn. Oh, perfect. <laughs> damn, Brett. Hit me while I'm, I'm already bound. Uh, all right. Here we go. That was a BTK reference. Um, Panthers at Bears. Justin Fields is not starting, and I know that because he's on my fantasy team, and again, he was a limited participant in practice today. And it looks like it will be, again, Tyson Badgett, right? who I have on my fantasy team. <laughs> I wouldn't claim that one, Axel. Um, I, I know. But hey, I'm still number one, baby. Only one loss. Yeah, you are. Um, why are the Bears favored in this game? I know the Panthers are really bad, but the Bears are really bad. And that one has gone up. That one was minus three yesterday. Mm-hmm. So the Bears point, points are are coming up on the bears. So these teams are both very bad. Ah, I mean, does it really even matter? Is this a, this is a fight for the number one pick, right? No, no. The bears have Carolina's pick. Oh, Carolina doesn't own their pick. They gave up the world for Bryce young and their franchise is going down the toilet. The bears want to win this game. (laughs) Yeah. So low. 
I like that. As a result, I'm going to pick the Panthers. <laughs> well, in Brett's stupid pool, I'm picking the Bears this week. But I'm not picking them to cover. I'm going to take some points on Thursday mm-hmm. night. I think this is a field goal game. Mm-hmm. I'm taking the Panthers. Exactly what I, I solo stole the words right out of my mouth. Well, you you talked first. <laughs> <laughs> you, you were too you were too I'm lost in your traveler, Big baby. Mac meal order. <laughs> well, I yeah. When this game was three, I was going to take the Bears, but four four tips the scale for me. I'm going to take the Panthers too. I can't believe it. Yeah, the move from three to four does not tip the scale for me. Give me the Bears minus four. Oh, here he goes again, folks. <laughs> oh, my God. BTK on a roll. So next up, we move to the after, well Sunday morning. There's another Germany game. So, Solo, you are up first. The Colts are favored by one and a half against the Patriots. I cannot pick the Patriots on the right weeks. Had them in a Brett stupid pool and the com- the commanders with no pass rush. With- Mac Jones is awful. This Patriot team is not exciting to watch. Uh, at least the Colts got Min- my, our boy Minchu in his bomber jacket, his mustache, yeah, white tee, and punches yeah. dad at the airport. Yeah. Um, I'm going all in. Screw the Patriots. I- Sorry, Dad, but they're pissing me off. I'm not picking the Patriots anymore this season. Unless they play, I know you know. I don't know. I don't know unless they play the Cowboys. No, they already played. Cowboys killed them. I'm I'm going the Colts. I'm going the Colts minus the number in Germany. St. Pauli girls for everybody. Yeah, one and a half is that's that's two little points. Minshew mania continues to run wild. I'm taking the Colts. Brett's taking the Patriots. I can feel it. Mm. I, I think that's a good prediction. So Patriots. He's going to go all Revis Islands. It's going to be Brett or Bust. (laughs) (laughs) Don't the Patriots play well in uh, London? This is in London. Europe. Germany. (laughs) They play well in Pakistan. The overseas. Pakistan. Um, Yeah, they're really good in Pakistan. They're undefeated. (laughs) Yeah, I really want to take the Patriots, but I just can't do it. Give me the Colts. Oh, we didn't. I was trying to bait them to taking it. All right. Well, I have just discovered something which I think is the most important thing in a game that takes place overseas. Who gets there first is always the person, always the team that wins. And the Colts are getting there on Thursday. I believe that's before the Patriots. I, as a result, am picking the Colts. I think the Patriots are already there. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, maybe they <laughs> I are. Think the, the Chiefs. The Chiefs went late. They were later than the Dolphins. As a result, I'm picking the Patriots. <laughs> <I'm just kidding. laughs> no, I'm picking the Colts. All right. Well, I'm up first next with our first early afternoon game. And, well, for you guys, late morning game, I guess, <laughs> out in the West oh, Coast. I, I, I do want to say, I'm sorry. I'm glad no. that this game is the early game because I am not waking up for this motherfucker. I don't give a shit. So it's a good yeah, thing the, that that's the early. The Thursday night game and the early Sunday morning game aren't exactly no. uh, must-see TV, are they? Well, no. oh, gosh. Last week, I got I love it. Brett was like, yeah, this game, the Panthers 
Airlines so bad they're already promoting the Black Friday game. Yeah, yeah that's exactly seriously. right. You know what though, guys? All the games, all the national games this week oh, are bad. Bro. This game is bad. Yep. The um uh the fucking Jets Raiders, Jets, Raiders and Broncos Bron- Bills. Yep. Thank you, man. Oh my god. They're all bad. Yep. So get used to it. So our fir- this uh Let's see, our first early, what did I say? Oh, late morning for you guys, early afternoon for Brett and I. Uh, Texans are going to play the Bengals. Bengals are favored by six and a half. And I am going first. And I just a few minutes ago said how much I love this Bengals team. I think they win by a touchdown. I'm taking the Bengals. I am also going to take the Bengals. Um, I know the Texans have been playing well, but they – it was a, a mediocre to bad Buccaneers team that they kind of squeaked out the win at home. Bengals are a much tougher team. Um, this is a fun game. I'm trying to look at these morning games for me, at least 10 a.m., 1 p.m. Uh, or noon for some folks named Andy. Um, and uh, this might be the game that I'd be most interested in watching. Texans, Bengals. Mr. Stroud, as we have discussed previously, the surging Bengals, six and a half points. Bengals are playing really good. Could this challenge them? I'm going to go out on a limb and I'm going to say yes. And I'm going to take the Texans here. Oh, well, I think. Jamar Chase may not play. He's questionable. Um, yeah, he took a pretty hard hit there to his back. He did. Yeah, and Chris Collins would have kept on saying it. He's going to wake up tomorrow. Don't nobody call him in the morning, folks. <laughs> Do you remember him saying that? He kept on going on and on about it. Well, Bengals wide receiver. He won't stop talking about them ever. Yeah. So he was. <laughs> oh, that's it. true. Yeah. Yep. Um, I think the hype because of what Stroud did against the Bucks. This could easily be eight and a half. I think I'm going nine for nine this season. I'm taking my my Bengals minus the number. Damn, my Bengals. Next up, I think this actually is the game of the week. Axel, the yeah, 49ers are traveling game. to Jacksonville at the Jags. Niners Ooh. by three. Brett. Well, the Jaguars finally got the buy that they so desperately needed after playing two games in London and a Thursday night game and. All of these games oh, right. in a row, and then they got the bye last week. So coming off of a bye, they're going to be fresh. The Niners are traveling from the West Coast to play an early start, and they are trending a little bit down. Obviously, losing three in a row. I'm going to go with the trend here. I'm giving. I'm get, I'm going with the Jaguars plus three. The uh, 49ers are also coming off a bye week. Just so anybody, everybody knows oh. that. Yeah. Oh, okay. There you go. And uh, <laughs> these are two teams seemingly headed in opposite directions. Um, the once vaunted 49ers falling on hard times. Brock per day. Not looking so pretty. And the Jags and the long haired leader of their team tossing that ball, striding down the field. I'm going with Brett here. <laughs> I'm going with the Jags, baby. Well, 
pump the brake. <laughs> no, no. I, G-R-G. I, I, yeah, I hope the I hope the Jags win this game. Believe me, uh, I, I I would love to see. I don't want the Niners to win the division because then the Cowboys would probably have to play them in the playoffs, and I don't. They're not. They can't beat them no matter what. Um, but I, I just I just can't see the Niners losing four in a row. Um, I'm gonna go with the Niners and Christian McCaffrey to get his revenge on whatever he feels like will motivate him because he played for the Panthers, not the Jaguars. Um, but uh, yeah, I'm going with the Niners here. I I think I think the defense will give Lawrence problems, um, and uh, I I think they win by like five or six. So I'm going the Niners. Man, now this is a this is a tough one. I think it, you know, the three points is. I'm going to take the Jags just because of the three points. I I cannot wait to see this game, but Jaguar, I'm taking the Jags. I don't know I don't know why, but they're good. So are the Niners, but I think the Niners are just not turning the right way. Revis Island for me, and I hope I'm wrong. Next up, Axel. Cleveland, interdivisional, going to play Baltimore. Baltimore favored by six. Yeah. Divisional game. Ravens are seven and two. Browns are five and three. Important game for the Browns. But what's going on with their offense? We know their defense is good. Nick Chubb, man. Losing Nick Chubb. Killed my fantasy team and killed the Browns. Ravens looking hot. I'm rolling with Lamar. Give me the Ravens. Buy a TD. Well, if if the Browns' offense was a little better, I would take the points. The Ravens right now are just they're they're high flying. Uh, I I got a weird feeling this could be a close game, and oh, people yeah. are like, oh, the Divisional Browns, game. you know, they came to play. It's you know, it's the Browns against the former Browns. Baltimore used to be the Browns. Little storyline there, but all the Browns players probably don't care because they don't remember any of that. Um, I'm going Ravens here, uh, minus the number. I, I think I think the Ravens can beat them by a touchdown. Um, though, if it's close, I can say I told you so. <laughs> <laughs> well, the Ravens have uh, have played three games this year. When entering the game, they were playing a team above 500. Week four, they blasted Cleveland twenty-eight to three. Week seven, they blasted Detroit thirty-eight to six. Last week, they blasted Seattle thirty-seven to three. I'm taking the Ravens here again. They're they're on fire. They're going to win by at least a touchdown. I got a feeling this is going to be a close game, so I'm going to take the points. Give me the Browns plus six. There you go, Brett. You do you, baby. Oh, well, next up, Solo, this is most decidedly not the game of the week. The uh, Green Bay Packers are going to Pittsburgh. Steelers are favored by three. Ah, rematch of the Super Bowl where Aaron Rodgers won. Yeah, they beat the Steelers. Mike McCarthy in Texas State in the Cowboys' new stadium. But... These teams are shell of themselves. What's the line again? As I, you know, was what I'm what I don't know. I got I'm what some commercial was on it. I got lost. Annuity dose don'ts. 
from my baby boomers just came on and freaking Steelers minus three. Okay, thank you. Um, though, I was too busy to laughing to respond. Yeah, no, I I don't know what the hell just happened to me. Um, I just like got lost in this abyss of bad TV. Okay, so um, the Packers are bad guys. Jordan loves bad. Aaron Jones ain't the same. AJ Dillon, he's garbage. But I'm sure he's a nice guy. He went to Boston College. But I, you know, I think the Steelers. You know, they beat the Titans by four. I think they can beat the Packers by four. Give me the Steelers. I'm not completely happy to do that, but eh, what the hell? It's for it's for a dash. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't like either one of these teams. Packers. Jordan Love is not. He's not the answer. At the Steelers, I'm not crazy about either, but I, I do like their defense and their. De- this might be six to nothing, but I think the Steelers. I think the Steelers <laughs> cover. <laughs> I, I agree. Um, Andrew McCutcheon is going to hit a grand slam. Titans by four. The <laughs> Packers are not as good as the Titans, so give me the Steelers minus three. Wow, the earth just stopped. Make it all Steelers, baby. Anything else to add, Axel, or is that... No. That's all you got to say about all these games. I'm not going to watch this game. Yeah. Next up, the uh, New Orleans Saints are coming to my back door, backwoods. Whatever the your back called. door, your back door. <laughs> I don't know what David the hell I'm doing. It's getting late. Coming on my back door. Yeah, exactly. The Saints are favored by two and a half on the road against the Vikings, and I don't, I can't believe this line. I'm taking the Vikings. I mean, even with Josh Dobbs and the, the Saints, will have time to game plan. So I'm sure he's not going to have the same kind of performance, but. The Vikings defense has been playing, like I said last week, Vikings defense plays good against lesser-tier quarterbacks, and David Carr has proven, or Derek Carr has proven that he is that <laughs> this year. So I'm, t- I'm taking – Vikings and the points at home, I'm taking the Vikes. Andy actually, uh, during harvest season, actually mowed a giant football field in his backyard, kind of like Field of Dreams, and that's what he was talking about. When he yeah, I have done that before, Brett. So. Backwards. <laughs> oh, I like it. Um, the Saints can be playing anybody in the NFL, and if they're favored, I'm taking the other team, so give me the Vikings. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, hit me with the uh... – Vikings, Saints is you know I want I Axel is Axel playing a recorded like haikus? (laughs) (laughs) Except I will say I should have started Taysom Hill and I should start him this week too. That's the only fun reason to watch. Yeah, they're playing him a lot more. Yeah, why not? At the beginning of the year, he wasn't a factor. Now he is. Um, yeah, no, I I what I watched Red Zone during the. Early games, that's what I, I, I did. And they went to the Bears Saints a, a lot. And the Saints are not good. Carr is not good. This team is so overhyped. I, I mean, I don't even know if they're hyped, but they just seem like I know everyone picked them to win the division. You know, all the experts or a lot of them did, even though me and Brett p- picked the Falcons. But um, 
I, you know what? I'm going hardcore. I'm, I'm with you guys. I'm going Josh Dobbs, baby. The Vikings and the great young coach, uh, Chris O'Donnell. <laughs> Kevin O'Connell. <laughs> um, but no, no, I, 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 I think the Vikings win this game. Get, give me the Vikes. Next up, Brett, the last of our early, early afternoon games. The Titans are going to Tampa. The Bucks are favored by one. I'm going to use the same logic as last game. If an NFC South is giving points to <laughs> another team, then I'm taking that team. Give me the Titans plus one. <laughs> um. Baker Mayfield is one of the greatest actors of our generation. I'll take the box. I mean, I can't wait for Zach and Baker on Disney Plus. Yeah, I'm not going to be watching this game either, folks. These game now we're getting towards the towards middle of the season. Now you can tell, like, hey, if it turns into a good game, I'll kind of tune in, you know. But at this point, these two teams aren't going anywhere. They're not great teams, uh, but I'll I'll go with the Bucks. They're at home. Well, Heath is going to be watching Will Levis. That's oh, that's oh, yeah. true. I forgot. Will Levis is starting. That's right. That's a good point. He's fun to watch. And I think Tannehill was cleared to play. Yeah, and I forgot about that. He will be the backup. Yeah, yeah. Will Levis. Good, They're thank go you, Will Brett. Levis. This makes this more. Now this is a game of the week for me. So I'll take <laughs> the tight. I'm switching. I'm taking the Titans. I forgot about Will Levis. I was eating a little bit of a candy bar there, and I had to turn up my uh, volume. So I'm going to blame that on my <laughs> faux pas. You know, Axel. Now I know why your picks haven't been good. And this is and this is just a fair assessment. Okay, hit me with it. I'm we, willing to learn. We, it takes us it takes us two hours to get to the picks, and you're just you're just off in your own world. You don't even care anymore. <laughs> That's why. We I That's might why. do better. Hey, how about next week? Let's reverse it and do the picks up front, and then talk about. No, that doesn't make sense. But <laughs> we could if you wanted to. Yeah. Yeah. This week he's doing the picks after the pee break, so I think he's going to do better. That's yeah, what it is, Brad. Yep. I, I did get he's the more relaxed. Out. He's a little lighter. He's thinking, yeah, of, he's, yep. he's thinking about what reality show he can talk to Gina about. Yeah, exactly. He's thinking about that drive through whether to go the Big Mac or get the quarter pounder. No. Yeah, he's making his nuggets. golden bachelor notes as, we, as we're talking, I'm sure. Yeah. I think I'm just going to have some ice so. cream later. <laughs> um. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, you know, as much as I think in my mind, I overrate the Bucks. Like last week, I was going to take the Bucks, and then Haiku was like, nah, give me the Texans, and then they screwed me. Um, but no, I, 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 you know what? I'm going, I'm going a little Will Levis. Let's go, let's go, the Titans. Well, for the third game in a row here, we're going to clean sweep. I'm taking the Titans here, too. I think that I think wow. this spread is wrong again. So, Titans here for me. Next up, a first of the late games. Axel, the Commanders are going out to Seattle. The Seahawks are favored by six. Well, Seattle coming off a drudging by the Ravens, 37-3. to um, On the other hand, the Commies are not that great, even though they beat the Patriots, who are terrible. So, six points, though? Maybe the Seahawks are showing us who they are now? Or are the Ravens really that good? Uh, 
This is a tough one. I think I'm going to go here with the commies and uh, take those points. Did I say that right, Solo? Take those you points, did. right? Nice. Fucking I'm a, 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 I'm a pro. Yeah, you're taking the points, going with the commies. Yeah, you, yeah. You're, I mean, yeah, you, you pro, pro'd it. It only took um, uh, three years. I have no I mean, the commies go to New England, now go to Seattle. Yeah, Seattle's been very disappointing, uh, but I think I think they're gonna. I think a lot of people are gonna look at this line to like six is too high, and I think at home twelfth man. I think uh, I think Seattle's got this. I'm go- I'm going the Hawks with the cover <laughs> <laughs> and and the win and the win. <laughs> to cover and to win, yes. <laughs> yeah, to cover and to win. Well, the commies that that commies beaten the Pats last week is the first time they've beaten the Pats since two thousand three, and so the, uh, yeah, I think they would have a lot of momentum going through, but I don't think so. I think the Seahawks have <laughs> have the good old fashioned get right game. I think they blow. I think they blow them away. I think they win by double digits. So it's Seahawks. Damn it. Yeah, I like the Seahawks by at least a touchdown at home here. Can I change my pick? Yeah, you've already used your change. Oh, did you already use my change? Yeah, you used your change on the table. Oh, that's right. That's fine. I'll keep the commies. Whatever. Keep it moving. (laughs) Keep it moving. Axel's got McDonald's to go to. I'm having ice cream. I told you. Oh, next up, right uh, now. (laughs) Ice cream. Uh, it's past Axel's bedtime. <laughs> okay, Solo, this is an interesting game. I I don't know who I'm going to take here yet, but the Lions are going Ooh. out to play the Chargers. Lions are favored by two and a half mm. on the road. Well, is it the road? I think every yeah <laughs> everyone and anybody who is a Detroit fan or whatever is probably going to this game. Yeah, so, they're not playing on their home stadium. Maybe I should just say that about yeah, all, yeah, yeah, all, yeah. Uh, all Chargers games from now on. You know, I hear yeah, one mic char- is going to be crashing at uh, He Solo's house and going to this game. Oh, damn. Come on, baby. Come Give on, one, one mic. mic. You're more than welcome. We're one mic. You could sleep on my balcony. Um, <laughs> wow, that's, that's, that's very hospitable of you, Solo. <laughs> oh no, it's a really nice roll out the red carpet. Yeah. Hey, it's a nice balcony. I, I I'd sleep out there. Well, then maybe and, and, you uh, should gonna, let him have the bed. And there's a few times that I think I was booted out there. <laughs> so uh, you know, I can either confirm nor deny, or if I told you, I'd have to kill you. Um, so the charges that they beat a bad Bears team. A rough Jets team. Bad. You could say and, bad. And it was because the Jets gave them the... I mean, uh, anyway. I'm sorry, Axel. I don't mean to bring it up. I think the Lions coming off a bye. Are they coming off a bye? <laughs> right? They are, yes, right? Yes. Yep. Yeah. Yes, they are. Yeah. yeah. I think I think, I think. think two and a half is too low. If it get... Yeah. No. Nah, give me the Lions, man. I believe in this Lions team. And I don't believe in the Chargers. I think the Chargers fake run ends now. Uh because the Chargers, the Dolphins, and the Cowboys are all the same team, just in different uniforms. And the Lions are going to go and beat them. Yeah, I don't, I, don't see the, I don't see the Chargers. <laughs> For everything you just said, Solo, I, I got to take the Lions here. Two and a half, is, it's too low. Lions, easy win this one. 
Agreed. I'm going Lions minus two and a half. Yeah, speaking of the road, um, this is going to be like the book and film The Road for the Chargers, (laughs) uh, which is me. Two hours of misery? It ain't going to end well, yes. Um, So let's go with the Lions here. I think they'll easily win by two and a half. I think, guys, do you... I know, I know, Ando. You, you, you've been a little skeptical on the Lions, and you know, a little bit. Um, a I mean, little bit. Yeah, because you know NFC North, and it's understandable. I, could you see the Lions being a surprise, like winning the NFC? Like it's possible, right? It is. It is possible. It's possible. It, it, it's, it's definitely a possibility. Like you were saying before, when you're doing your power rings, every team in the NFC has flaws. So yeah. any of those top teams, I think you get in the playoffs. I more than most years, I think there's a chance any of them could do it if they get hot, especially if they and, have home field advantage. Because I think their schedule is a lot more favorable than uh, yep. the Eagles. Yeah, yeah. Yep. good point. Yeah, if, yeah. If they could get the buy, and I would, that would be great. If they could, you know, um, because I'm, you know, if the Cowboys lose to the Lions in the playoffs, I'm, I'm not nearly going to be as upset as if they lose to the Niners, the Eagles. Yeah, but. But but again, and I, Lions they have Gibbs and Montgomery, and I, I, to go in the you I'm I'm telling you, you need you need those running backs. I'm I'm you need those running backs, and you know they're much better than Tony Pollard and Rico Dowdle. Okay, I rest my case. Anyway, go Lions. Next up, we have the Falcons favored by one on the road. In Arizona. Well, the Cardinals last week ended with a total of 58 yards of offense. Uh, Kyler Murray has been activated, but they're still not saying if he's actually starting or not. They were, they were, I mean, they were awful last week. So he's not, as of right now, he's not starting. Maybe it was in my dream. I could have sworn he said Marty I think, will play. Yeah, I think he is. I think ESPN said that he's starting. But I guess it hasn't officially sure? been announced. Maybe. Oh, yeah. It says expected to start. Yeah. Yep. Expected so, to start. Expected. Okay. Well, expected. I still, I'm not, I'm not, I don't like doing this because I, I just spent a lot of time trash talking the Falcons, but this is a must win for their coach, I think. For sure. I mean, if you lose to the backup quarterback and then you lose to the cards, after two backup quarter, um, Falcons win this, and Arthur Smith lives to see it one more week. Falcons, I agree one hundred percent. This is a must win for their head coach. Give me the Cardinals plus one. <laughs> oh, we knew it was going to happen. Oh, oh yeah, almost yeah, tricked me, Brett. Yeah. Almost, Brett. Every week. <laughs> um. By the way, I do want to give a shout out to Lachlan for going to bed on time on his own, folks, because I was doing a podcast. Mom was out to dinner. We said, got to take a shower, get to do do your reading, get to bed. And when I went up to take a pee pee, he was, in fact, in his bed after having taken a shower. So good job, Lachlan. Why is he texting me right now? Oh, shit. Put down the Tahoe. (laughs) Um, I'm going to pick the Falcons here. Come on. Yeah, I, I, even if Kyle Murray starts, it still doesn't change. Now the the Falcons have screwed me more than they've screwed Brett. Um, but I can't see I can't see the Falcons losing this game. I mean, I could see it, but I, you the, could close your eyes. 
if it happens. I, you know, I could. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> okay, no, I'm, I'm, t- I'm, 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 I'm taking the Falcons. Okay. Well, the Falcons are not as good as the Cowboys, and the Cowboys lost at Arizona. So. <sighs> That's that is good logic, Brad. It's logical. Yeah, but that was their only win. <laughs> the NFL that, that is illogical. Yeah, that game. Oh, I was in a hot check kitchen watching that stupid game. <laughs> wow, this line is crazy. So before yeah. we get before we get to the last game of the afternoon, I've got a, another stat update for our not, basically all of our afternoon games, non primetime games for the season. Solo is ten games above five hundred, picking afternoon games on Sunday. Oh. Axel six games over five hundred. Brett four games. And as bad as Axel is at picking Thursday night games, I am at afternoon games. I'm four games under 500 picking oh, wow. afternoon games. So, wow. Brett, I think you should tell us. I think this might be the highest point spread of the year so far. Uh, Giants at the Cowboys. Cowboys by 16. Yeah, I feel 16. like I'm terrible at uh, afternoon games. So I'm surprised that I'm four over. Yeah, yeah that's you're, been my bread and butter. You say your weak spot, Brett, is coming up. We haven't got to that yet. So... <laughs> okay, because I like, I feel like I do pretty well in the early games, and then like I, it all comes back to uh, <laughs> to even by, by the afternoon <laughs> games. But anyway, um, yeah, this is just too many points for me. Um, that's the only reason I would be. I'm taking the Giants here. Wow, Danny DeVito, this is a lot of points, folks. Sixteen Cowboys should come in pissed off but this is a divisional game did they play yet this season the cowboys and the uh, opening opening day oh okay 40 to nothing yeah and for that reason i'm gonna go with the cowboys (laughs) i I think they're gonna cover um and win (laughs) i mean (laughs) (laughs) uh uh I mean, the Cowboys got to be pissed off. And I mean, could they lay a dud? It's very possible. Lay a doo-doo. After the tough loss to Philly. I mean, they. but the only thing, like, okay, if Daniel Jones was playing and all that, maybe I'd be like, you know what? Because I, you know, it'll be, they could sometimes have a close game. But I, I, even with a 16-point gift, I don't. I, I just can't see the Giants scoring. Really, I, I don't know. You know, and if the if the Cowboys were to lose this game, we're not covered. Then fine, whatever. It is what it is. But I, I'm going to take the Cowboys. It, it, it's, I can't take the Giants and the points. I just can't. I think. I think after this week, they're the worst team in the league. They're going to surpass Arizona. Yeah, I can't. I mean. It was forty to nothing with Daniel Jones and uh, Goodfellas is not gonna not gonna not gonna fare any better. Micah Parsons might yeah. kill him. Cow- Cowboys cover. Damn. Next up, we have Sunday night, oh, and on Sunday nights, oh boy. <laughs> but we're going back to primetime solo. Ooh. This is a strong point for you. Six and three on Sunday nights. I'm five and four. Axel three and six, and Brett at a whopping two and seven on Sunday oh, nights. Boy. So wow, wow. <laughs> great stats, Ad, though. Thank you. 
Yeah, like I said nice. I had some spare time today. Axel, you're up first, and you're going to tell us about your Jets, even though I'm, I know you're sick and tired of talking about them already. But they're actually favored by a point and a half as they go to play Oakland. Yeah, I mean. Or not Oakland, Raiders. Raiders. <laughs> They're going to Vegas, baby. Vegas. And what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. And that's where I'm hoping this game stays. I'm hoping the broadcast is canceled <laughs> and this game just stays in Vegas. They tell us what happens later because this is probably going to suck. Um, going against uh, Aiden O'Connell, a good Irish boy. Um, but I mean. Friends with Chris O'Donnell. And Kevin O'Connell. Yeah, he, I heard Kevin he was Mr. Freeze. <laughs> Jets. And Chris O'Donnell. Uh, I mean, I went over the Jets before. They're just no good. I don't know how they're even favored. Give us your Raiders analysis. This is the, uh, you know, the Heidi game back in the day. Yeah. Uh, I wish it is the Heidi game, and it just, it, the, the Heidi started before the game started. <laughs> so we don't we have to watch it. watching that more than this game, actually. Um. Quite extra, honestly, extra late edition. I, I mean, look, the Jets' defense may be able to shut down a rookie quarterback. I mean, Jacobs is not exactly tearing it up. Um, and but how are they going to score? Right. So I don't know. Uh, I'm going to go with the Raiders. Hmm. Antonio Pierce has got this team. Looking amazing. Not not really. The Jets. I overrate the Jets a lot. You're a nice guy, so I just I know. I, I want them to do well and I, I believe. Um the Raiders are bad though. And they're not good. But they do have Devontae Adams and I need him to score fantasy points for me, so I'll go the Raiders. By the way, not to interrupt you here, Ando, but I just found out today that the Jets did make a hard push to trade for Devontae um, during the trade deadline, but it, they could not make it happen. He's like, hell no, I don't want Zach Wilson thrown to me. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's what I'm so like. Why? Why would he want to come here, first of all? But, you know, I don't know. I mean, it's not up to him. But well, I think if, that, if Aaron was the quarterback, yeah. it'd be probably... I assume a no-brainer. Maybe but. the off-season. You know, you set the tone for something in the off-season. But you know what? Sorry, real Ando. quick. Oh no, Ando. go ahead. You keep keep talking. Lombard, Lombard, Lombardi made a great point this week um, on the Lombardi line and GM shuffle on teams that build around a, a wide receiver that have the like a trade for a great wide receiver but don't have a good team, and and it's like with. The Giants, thinking they had a better team, they drafted Saquon Barkley, and he's been on a terrible team with no no line. Um, and, and, and it's true how even these GMs who get paid still don't make terrible decisions, you know, and they're professionals, and they see it. And it, it's crazy because, I mean, I know the Raiders thought with Carr and with bringing in Devontae Adams and, the, you know, Fresno State, all this good stuff. That it just, but the team wasn't that good, and you, you know, so it, it's, it's, it's sad because Devonte is definitely going to want out of there. I know the Raiders say they don't want to trade him, but off season, I wouldn't be surprised if he got traded. Well, the uh, Raiders have given up more rushing yards than any other team 
in the league this season. 1,248. Brees Hall is going to go fucking nuts. Jets win. And cover the spread. I I hope you're right, Ando. You make me feel good, buddy. Yeah, I mean, the Jets are a better team than the Raiders, in my opinion. And I don't care that the game is being played in Vegas. I'm going with the Jets minus one and a half. Well, you guys are great. I'm changing my pick. I'm (gasps) changing my pick. I'm going with the Jets. I like that Brees Hall. Let's go Jets, baby. Man, wow, you guys. Wait, did you already change my pick pick this week? No, no, I haven't. Okay, that's your only. Axel did. Oh man. Well, I think at this point, Solo, now since you changed, I think you and I have one pick that's different. So. (laughs) 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 Oh, okay. Yeah, you get to you get to tell us who who you're going to pick first here, though. Broncos at Buffalo. Buffalo favored by seven and a half. Well, I mean, we talked about the Bills and we didn't talk about the Broncos, which is a good thing. Um, <laughs> I I don't know. I, I, I know the Broncos have a few wins of late. They beat the Chiefs and Buffalo. They're going to be fired up. Could this be a GR, whatever it's called? Get right game. GRG game for the Bills. Um, you know what? Screw it. Give me the Bills on Monday night. Josh Allen's going off. Broncos are going to be shown what the Broncos really are. Give me the Bills, Ando. Yeah, we're going to continue this solo with only one difference <laughs> between us because I will – I. I know the Broncos have been trending up, but I still refuse to believe it. The team I've seen early in the season was garbage. I, I think the Bills will – they're going to bounce back. Allen is due for some to do something crazy because I every time I've – I know over last year a few times too I talked about how I thought Allen was overrated, and almost every single time he comes back with a 300 yards, 80 yards rushing, and four touchdowns kind of game, and I think he's due. I think the Bills cover. All right. Yeah, I'm not necessarily sold on the Broncos' rise here, but the Bills, they just don't blow anybody out anymore. I mean, they've been playing close games for like two Whoa, whoa, Lachlan's oh, listening you know to what? this. Hold on, I'm Brett. Not. Before Let me interrupt you for one second. I forgot to give our stats for Monday night, and it's relevant because you kick ass okay. here. <laughs> Brett is nine. There was, there's more than – there was a couple of those two-night or two-game Monday nighters. So Brett is nine and two on Monday nights. Whoa. <laughs> I am seven and four. Axel is six and five solo, four and seven on Monday night. So maybe I should. Oh, so Monday night is my worst. <laughs> Monday's yeah, your uh, Monday solo. night is my Achilles too much Tahoe on Sunday. The uh, overall on <laughs> that's true. It's Tahoe Monday. Yes. Oh, Tahoe Monday. Overall on primetime games, I'm nine games over five hundred. Britt is three games over. Solo's three games over, and Axel's seven games under. Holy! So shit. Axel, you need oh. just need to stop doing primetime picks altogether. I need to stop Sunday afternoon. We'll be in good shape. Yeah. So, anyways, Brett, Ax- continue. I think Axel needs to do the Costanza strategy of the opposite of whatever he has, he has on primetime games. I agree. Um, going back to, I, I think agree. y'all knew where I was going with my pick. I'm going Broncos plus seven yeah. and a half here. <laughs> Damn. Well, I think Josh Allen is going to break into Russell Wilson's house and shit in every bathroom in that fucking <laughs> mansion, folks. <laughs> Kind of like I did tonight. That's a lot yep. of shit. It's a lot of doo-doo because he is eating some buffalo wild wings with the special sauce sauce. 
And that's oh what I am. Because Baker Mayfield told him to. Yeah, exactly. He's in the commercial. <laughs> um, I am going to take uh, Kellum's Bills, and um, hopefully it's a bounce back. Though in my heart, I want it to be a good game. You know, it's a Monday night game. I'd like to see the Broncos try to do something, but I kind of feel like this is the get right game. It's about time the Bills kind of get back on the scene, crispy and clean. And uh, everybody starts talking about them like they're playoff bound. And that uh, that does it for our picks this week. Tune in next week when you find out that I suck and um, everyone else is pretty decent. All right, time for the love seat, yeah. motherfuckers. Yeah, we're we're running uh, a little long. I gotta go soon, <laughs> but <laughs> but we'll do. We, we gotta do because there was no love seat last week, so we gotta do. He lives on love seat. Axel taking a shit on the love seat. All right, so college football. As you know, we're in the season of the committee, top four teams, you know, the rankings, that who goes to the semifinals. So they came out today. Um, I'm assuming it's it was Georgia, Michigan, Ohio State, Florida State. Is that the? Yep, Ohio State one, Georgia two, Michigan three, Florida State four. Ohio State's one? Yep. And Michigan is five, right? Closely behind, or not Michigan. Washington is five. They're also nine and all. Washington's five. Okay. So they're close behind. All right. Uh, Okay. So I'm glad you said that because originally I put in the notes, is Ohio State really the number one team? And then I think last week it changed. So I thought I was making that up. And now, okay. So that's my question to you guys. Um, Is Ohio State really number one in the nation? I don't think they are the best team. I think they basically lost the Notre Dame game. The way that game ended was insane. Um, But, you know, you take the victory. Um, I think Penn State's overrated. That's their second biggest uh, victory. So, I mean, you could could argue for for any team being overrated based on it because it's always up and down. You're not going to look great every single week, no matter how good you are. Um, you can't control your schedule, so it's it's hard to knock teams with the crappy schedule, especially Michigan, like a team like Michigan who totally blows out everybody. Um, but in my opinion, I would I would not put Ohio State as the best team in the country. You're yeah, I don't know me who. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, the thing. I, I, don't, I, I was. I was. Georgia. The team that actually, a part where I brought up Washington is they arguably have two of the most impressive wins. They have they beat USC this last week and at, on, at USC and they beat Oregon. I mean, so they yeah. that the, they've got to. I mean, they're not blowing people away. Most of their games are close, but they. Deserve, I mean, we're gonna. Fight. They've got two of their last three are Utah and Oregon State, who are both in the top twenty. So we'll find out. I mean, I think if and they then a rematch those two games, probably with Oregon in the Pac twelve championship. Championship, yeah, right? I mean, they. Could, I think if they win out, they're gonna pass. They're gonna pass somebody on, on the way out. I just don't know who. And say, uh, Ohio State, and Michigan haven't really. It's, you said they haven't been tested well enough, so I don't trust either either team. It's strange that the committee would put Ohio State number one based on their resume. I guess their their quality wins, but but Washington's five behind. Yeah. 
those other four teams. They have like if, if it's based on it. just quality wins, Washington should definitely be one, two, or like three at the worst. And Michigan should not be third because they haven't played anybody. Right now, now it, Brett, yeah, real quick. Ahead. So if yeah, no, I I think Washington wins out. If the loser of Ohio State, Michigan. Is if Ohio State were to lose to Michigan, would they keep Ohio State in? But if Michigan lost, maybe they bump them out to give them a reason with the cheating and stuff. Maybe they want to get them out of there. I don't. What are, What are your thoughts on how Washington can get in? I think whoever whoever loses in that Michigan Ohio State game is is out. I can't see neither one of them has a strong is going to have a strong enough resume. I mean, like I'm looking at Ohio State. They have Michigan State, and Minnesota, and Michigan, year, right? Yeah, they so, were both I mean, in last year. Yeah, yeah. So really, there's not one loss. I think should knock them way down. I mean, same thing with same thing with Michigan. I mean, they've got Penn State this week, but Penn State, like we said, they're overrated, and Maryland. So I'm we, Washington. Should, if Washington wins out, they should pass one of those two teams. I would think. I just hope Washington doesn't lose to Oregon and then they don't put any of the, I want at least for the final year, one pack 12 team in there. Yeah. But if they don't yeah. deserve it, then well, I mean, I, I just think it's a, if it's a, if it's a one loss pack 12 champion, I think they would definitely go ahead of a one loss Ohio state who didn't play for their championship game. If they happen to lose to Michigan. So I, I oh, agree right, with right. Andy. I think if Ohio state loses to me, I, the, the loser is out. Unless a bunch of weird shit happens, mm-hmm. and, yeah, and you know a zero or one loss um, power five champion should be ranked ahead of a one loss non champion, you know, especially with that Agreed. extra game that they have to and play. There's also another thing to mention here too: your Bulldogs don't exactly have an easy stretch coming here either. Number nine Mississippi and number twelve Tennessee or thirteen Tennessee. I mean, they yeah, can lose a game sure, too, yeah. so. And and oh, yeah, then they have to think. play a much improved Georgia Tech on the road, and mm-hmm. then they have to play Alabama. It looks like in the SEC championship game, so this stretch is real tough. And I know they got a twenty-six game winning streak right, right now, um, but it could be. I would not be surprised if it comes to an end here in the next month. Nah, it's happening. not happening, Brett. It's not happening. We got to have one of our teams. Georgia's the only one that wins. Every year, and maybe that's, Winnipeg well, every other year. That's it. That's <laughs> yeah, the only team that we have a shot for. We have to hang our head <laughs> on something, Brett. Your Bulldogs are it. Your Bulldogs are they, it. Well, if they lose, they want to lose one of these next regular season games. That, they want to go undefeated and then lose to Alabama in the championship. Right. Because they may right. fall all the way out, especially if Alabama yeah. is still at one loss. Yeah, they'll freaking so, um, they freaking love their Alabama. But I think if yeah. I think if uh, if that was Georgia's only loss in that title game, they're that would put them ahead of a one loss Michigan Michigan or Ohio State team. I would think probably so. Because um, the loss to Alabama is not exactly something to slouch at. No, yeah, I agree. Uh, but if Florida State wins the ACC undefeated, they're in. If you got a Pac-12 yeah. champion who has one loss, they're in. A Big Ten champion's going to be in. It would really, it probably comes down to Texas. how close the Georgia Alabama game is. If if they, yeah. you know, if Georgia were to lose, would it be a field goal game? Would it be one of the best games of the year? Then I could see, you know. But 
So then, yeah, Alabama would probably be in ahead of Georgia or and possibly Texas if they can run the table and win the Big 12. So, yep, and all Texas has left is TCU, Iowa State, and Texas Tech. They don't have any powerhouses left. They should run, run yeah, that table. And, with, and against Texas Tech, Graham Harrell and Michael Crabtree ain't coming through that door. No. <laughs> and Brees Hall and Brock Purdy are not coming through Iowa, Iowa State's door either. <laughs> Oh, that's right. They played together, didn't they? Yep. Oh, wow. That's right. Damn. Um, so it's you know it's going to be fun this next month. Um, I know Georgia's schedule has been pretty weak, especially the non-conference slate. But it's you know it, yeah they're, they're making up for it up the next couple weeks. Yeah, these, it's going to be four or five straight games where you're going to play you know over at least four out of the five top twenty-five teams. Or right. even, maybe even top 10, top 15 teams. So mm-hmm. they're going to earn it if they get in. And Syracuse pinstripe bowl hopes were crushed when they lost to Boston College. That's well, you know, I I should mention there was there was about a half an hour on this last Saturday where the Gophers were actually in first place in the Big Ten West for the honor to be crushed by either Ohio State or Michigan in the Big Ten final. <laughs> and then the uh, Gophers who were ahead with about a minute to go against Illinois – they knocked out Illinois' starting quarterback, and a backup quarterback came in completely cold and marched 80-some yards in about 58 seconds, and I, Illinois won the game at the end of the game. Oh, jeez. His was, name wasn't Joey DeVito, was it? Uh, it, it probably should have been. It was It was ugly. It's like to the point where people are calling for P.J. Flex head because it was one of the most embarrassing losses in recent go for history. Uh, and that says a lot because there's been a lot of embarrassing losses. Hey, we still could get a mate. Can we? Oh no, we couldn't. I was about to say, oh Minnesota Rutgers uh, pinstripe bowl, but they're in the same conference. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. No, it can't happen. Okay, my 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 dreams have been maybe the pinstripe bowl would make an exception. <laughs> yeah, right, right. Because <laughs> I had my heart set on like Rutgers Syracuse, you know, Battle of New York, New Jersey, pinch Yankee Stadium. Well, that could still happen. Rutgers is bowl eligible, aren't they? Oh, so you, is Syracuse well, not bowl Syracuse eligible? Is, no, they're four and five. They would have to beat Pitt this week, and then they, they'd have to beat like Louisville. I forget who's. Uh, they would have Pitt, to win Georgia Tech and Wake Forest left. Yeah, they they ain't, they ain't doing it. They needed to beat Boston College, and yep. then they they could have beat Pitt and then been bowl eligible. You know the little things in life. You know. I just, mm-hmm. just, I like watching a bowl game in my school. You know, mm-hmm. I love, I love bowl season, except when uh, Purdue plays LSU. But, but, um, <laughs> I do love bowl season. I always have and I always will, even though they may not mean anything. I just love like a Tuesday night. Oh, New Orleans bowl. Let's watch Western Kentucky. I don't know. I just like, I love that part. Of, it's part of my holiday season, you know, as, as it is yeah. for, I'm sure for you guys. Yeah. I mean, I, I'll, I just love bowl season and, it's just even though a lot of them aren't relevant, it doesn't matter. I just love football, and I love college football. And, you know, I don't know. I just I get excited because I, I look at bowl predictions. <laughs> this is when mm-hmm. I start looking at them now because I love the matchups, and I love the old-school matchups. Like if, if like, Nebraska-Miami played or something, I'd be like, oh, you know, throwback, even though it doesn't resemble anything of 1983. But you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, exactly. I'll have to start doing some research for uh, the upcoming. You're you're doing that pool again, I'm assuming, right, Brett? Oh yeah, I, and I, I believe I'm the 10, 10 bowls. Yeah, 
Yeah, that's a great, that is a great pool, though. That it was, is a great. That was one. a lot of fun. Oh, hey, you know what? Is. Speaking, of, Axel. <laughs> speaking of greatness, Canadian Football League finals, conference finals are this weekend, and for the first time in over a decade, they're not on American television. You have to go to CFL Plus, but it's free, and you can watch it. That's how I was watching some games this weekend. We got the Montreal Alouettes going to the defending champs, Toronto Argonauts in the East final. And then you got the British Columbia lions visiting me and Ando's Winnipeg blue bombers, baby. Yes. So we have a chance for a rematch. I want a Winnipeg Toronto rematch. If you remember last Wait, year, they lost Edmonton. Yeah. Edmonton's where's in Edmonton? Canada. It's in Canada. <laughs> uh, if you turn left. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. You're Elks. <laughs> Four four out of nine teams make the oh, playoffs, or no, six man. out of nine teams make the playoffs, and Edmonton wasn't oh, one, of not one of them. Okay, or and Saskatchewan, Axel Saskatchewan oh, wasn't one of them. Rough riders. So, sorry. Is there like but, an uh, NIT so, tournament type thing where we could play each other or something? They have like an All Star game that they don't play. It's just they announce All Stars. But yeah, no, it it's uh, exciting for me. I'm gonna put my w- Willie Jefferson jersey on number five. And uh, go crazy on Saturday at three thirty Pacific time on CFL Plus. Uh, it's the only thing I have to live for is the Winnipeg Blue Bombers. So is fantastic. the Toronto Montreal game first? Yes. Uh, are you rooting for Toronto for the rematch, or who do you? Um, I would love to see Toronto lose, but I would want a rematch, and I would want because the bomb the Bombers in their history have not fared well against Toronto in Grey Cups. I don't think they've never yeah. beat them. I think they're like 0-8 or something. So, oh, wow. yeah, I, I would like I would like a rematch to avenge the blocked field goal at the end of the game last year that crushed my Oh, that's soul. right. Yes. Yeah, it was the blocked field goal. Uh-huh. Oh, it, was a rough, it was a rough day in Grey Cup land. So, I'm excited. I, 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 I really do love the CFL and, you know, it's you know, it's ridiculous. I know, but hey, it's not I'm, that ridiculous. Yeah. Blame Canada. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, yeah blame. <laughs> so, so that's oh, and the Texas Rangers won their first ever World Series, defeating the Arizona Snakes by uh, four games to one. Uh, Corey yes, Seager MVP once again. Uh, I'm kind of, you know, even though they're in the Angels division, I'm kind of happy Texas won. Uh, I don't know. Just yeah, like, it was, it was nice to see some new blood in there. Yeah. I mean, for the last, I mean, think about, especially in, well, in sports, but in baseball in general, in the last 25 years, the teams that have, haven't won in so long, I think the Indians are the only ones or they're, they're guardians now, but that haven't won like the white Sox won after so many years, the Cubs won the red Sox won, you know, now the Rangers won their first, the angels won their first. Like it's crazy how the beginning of this century, uh, new teams have won and the Yankees mm-hmm. only have one championship or I guess if you count 2000, it's, it would be two, but um, you know, so, which is nice. And it was good to see Philly lose anyway. Uh, but no, I like, you know, it's Rangers. It's, it's funny. Cause the Rangers, we're leading the AL West all year. They lose it at the end of the year to Houston, and then they ended up beating Baltimore or <sighs> Tampa, Baltimore, then Houston, then they beat the Diamondbacks. But what a run! 
they won consecutive. Were they nine and oh, eight or nine and oh on the road in the postseason? They did not lose a game on the road. Yes. That's crazy. That is insane. They're nine and oh, I think. Yeah. Yeah, and it was nice to see, like you said, the Yankees not even make the playoffs and the Astros get knocked out. That it was oh, yeah. That was good. Oh, I did want to see Braves Rangers World Series, but sorry, Brett. But you know oh, Braves that twins. was my prediction. Well, Braves twins would have been yeah. That would have brought us back to Ando getting his first pubic hair, you know? Okay. (laughs) And with that, folks. Second second solo. Second. Second, second. All right. Well. (laughs) Sorry, Lachlan. That's okay. Sorry, Lachlan. It's okay. He's learning about it. You'll be getting yours soon. Yeah, that's true. That's true. They're coming. Check those nuts. Check those nuts, Lachlan. What a great pod, guys. We've gone two hours and 40, two hours and 30 minutes. I can't see straight, honestly, right now. Um, (laughs) But uh, this has been a great pod, a great night. Solo, Brett, Ando, Axel, signing out. Peace out, everybody. Enjoy the games. Welcome to Eastbound and Down.